Welcome to the Vigilworlds, yeah, yeah! Recording. Start. I sit back and relax with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed that gives me the shit needed to be the most meanest MC on this earth and since birth I've been cursed with this curse to just curse and just blurt this berserk and bizarre shit that works and it sells and it helps in itself to dispense all these sentences getting this stress that's been eating me recently off of this chest and I rest again peacefully I'm pretty hip-dee-hop why are you so scared to do it on the Because radio? I don't feel like it. Because there you're doing it. It's live, aren't it? Oh, I think you're breathing. You need to work on your breathing. I need to work on my breathing. You need to <laughs> asthma, cop. <laughs> you got effing asthma. I'm doing drive-by. Here, unless you want a clock on your dick, you bloody well better breathe one up. <laughs> Alright then, come on, this is a podcast. You're right, Cocky. I'm alright, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the matter with you today? What have you I'm, I'm very well, yeah. Oh, yeah? Right, well, this is Drew in the radio show. We better get in there. Guess what the new power we've learned? We can influence the news. We can make people say badger. be in the podcast. <laughs> if you listen to the actual show, 10 to 1. Yeah, listen to the actual show, 10 to 1, because then you can hear how we influence the news. We, we say a word, and then the lady who does the news puts it in there. In today, she went, there's been a terrible murder in Birmingham, and, uh, Umbrella, it was, there's a lot of tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just, weirdly, the word was tragedy. Yeah, oddly, yeah. It, well, Umbrella was part of the broadcast. Tragedy! Right, now shut up here, come on, now the podcast will shut begin. Up. Now you shut up, podcast! Blow me down with a feather, Trevor, if that weren't the Smiths, Russia and Ruffians. This is Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Matt Morgan. He's in charge of some switches. You right, Matt? Yes, I'm very well. You look quite well today, though you just coldly ridiculed old Russ. And for what reason exactly was it? What, the Smiths thing? Yeah, yeah. Whenever you sing the Smiths, you yeah. look at me and, like, quote the words. And <laughs> listen to what he's saying now. <laughs> listen. This is a good bit. This is a pithy one-liner <laughs> from old Morrissey. <laughs> Scratch your name on your arm with a fountain pen. This means you really love me. Has <laughs> this changed your opinion? I do. I think they're all right, the Smiths. Oh, oh, well, thank you. Thank you well, for no, the glowing endorsement. Someone's having I've a go at me, sent a letter in, saying I shouldn't slag off Morrissey. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I've got that letter here. It's, uh, it's from good old Michelle Shirley67, it says in brackets. After hearing Matt Morgan being rather sarcastic about Morrissey yet again recently, they're bored of it, Matt. They're bored of your sarcasm. That's they're bored. They're thrilled by it. It's inspired her to write a letter. It's not thrilling. <laughs> You've upset her. Uh, I thought that maybe you should send him on a cultural review here in Manchester. Next week we will be in Manchester, so you'll jolly well do it. And what Matt thinks he's doing is a cultural review next week. He thinks he's found going. another way of turning cultural review into some pimping session. It wasn't oh, my idea. let's go on a lock and key party. Don't I'm doing it. Oh, I don't know. Is that Matt as well? Right, these are two things, two misbeliefs Matt Morgan has about the cultural v review. One is he thinks- Don't say it. No, shut up. It's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> One thing shut he thinks- <laughs> Hey, shut up in your face. Why are you talking? Tell me that why. You can't even speak the English proper. One thing he thinks is that the cultural review exists only to pull women for him. That's why he suggested. Oh, yeah, that's oh. why I did Pick Me Up magazine last week. You, did, that, you did Pick Me Up magazine out of laziness. Unless I wanted to sleep with La Andy the Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Andy the Rabbit was in Pick Me Up magazine and he was being offered as a sex toy by an animal charity. Um, you think that it's there to pick up women. That's why you're trying to go on speed dating, lock and key parties, actually, orgies. Adam, the producer said to me, um, Orgy. And the producer said to me, Matthew, he said to me, Ronnie. Yeah, well, said, and you the other thing- He said, go to a speed dating event? Nice. And I said, yes, I will go along in the name of culture. And the other thing- And the reviewing- What are you culturally reviewing this week, then? 
The doctors. Right, that's not a cultural issue, is it? A trip to the doctors. Well, it is actually. How? Because I will explain why it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I will explain review, why it you is. You're preempting my address. <laughs> that's the other thing you believe about your cultural review. You believe that your cultural review has all this gravitas and it's like a cliffhanger. Oh, what will the cultural review? Don't spoil the cultural review. That it's not tales of the unexpected. The it ain't roll doll. It is. It ain't Matthew. Nothing ever happens in it. Trevor Locks here. Cocky Trevor Lockie. Good morning. Yes, Trevor Locke, you're here in the world. Are you all right, darling? Yeah, I'm very well, yeah. Look ever so nice. Oh, bless you. Thanks very much. It's lovely to have you there. What you look like has happened is you've found a dog's basket, you've turned it into an outfit, <laughs> and then put a tie on. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> That's what you look like. Oh, I don't know like that. You look like, you, you look like you're dressed in a dog's basket. This is, this is, a, this is a fine uh, jacket. If I saw those clothes. He's looking at his clothes. Like exactly. I've seen them before. Oh, what is this? This is, uh, this is, uh, this is uh, some sort of jacket. As if you just excavated a tomb and found those clothes. <laughs> If them clothes were found kicked to the side of the road, you wouldn't go, bloody hell, what a find, would you, and pick no, them up. No, no, You'd no, go, no. oh, that's the sort of thing you I see lying in the street. A tramp's died. <laughs> a tramp's died. <laughs> a tramp's shed his skin. Like a python. When Jedi's die. Yeah, when Jedi's die and their yeah, clothes, their clothes just fall just left. to the but floor. Actually, there's other moments when Jedi's die and their clothes don't fall to the what floor. What about that bit where he goes, if, what about when Ben Kenobi goes, if you kill me now, Darth, I'll just come back much more powerful. That's just a way of trying not to get killed, isn't it? Oh, yeah. don't kill me, Darth. It'll just. Oh, if you kill me now, I'm gonna have a massive set of nuts. I'll be ever so tough. But the thing is, Darth does kill him. Darth. Darth does kill him, yeah. And then he doesn't really get any more powerful. He just turns up as a girl. What does he mean? Like Luke gets more powerful. Well, it just means. Doesn't mean know. anything. Luke's an idiot as well. He ends up getting his hand chopped off. Do not say that Luke is an idiot. I do say. I do say. We're talking about magical moments today. That's how we're theming the show. That's the mm. overriding theme. What magical moments have you had in your life? A moment where you thought, oh, the world's magical. Is that yeah. what you, yeah. Matthew's idea. Matt goes, oh, let's call it magical moments. He told us this about five seconds ago. So well, much. no one else was around when I was coming up with a theme. Don't just like act as if you're some beleaguered housewife. <laughs> Me and Trevor, your wayward sons out glue sniffing while you're making pastry. We carry this operation, Matt. You come in here, put your elbows on some switches once every half hour, Listen. thrashing about like a twerp with a xylophone. I'm back in the proper studio and I know my switches this week. You I'm know your sure. switches. Oh, it was Elwyn Leicester, wasn't it? I mean, I'm wasn't not attacking it? the city of Leicester, but the, the studio was the colour of a migraine, wasn't it? It was like it was this awful. big oppressive red walls. No wonder no one does radio from there. They built it for the BBC Asian Network, but the BBC Asian Network said, F that. They'd yeah. rather broadcast from where is it, Birmingham or It'd something. It'd be more relaxing if it was on fire. Right, <laughs> 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 yeah. well, okay, we're broadcasting from the Zeebrugge Ferry. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, we're sinking, we're sinking. Yeah, I know, but look at the wallpaper. I mean, it's comparatively quite pleasant. Trevor, you're doing that face you do when I'm saying something that's going to elicit letters. Yes, I am. Okay, I'd like yeah. to apologise about saying something like the Zeebrugge Ferry, but, you know, it's ages ago now. So, yeah, magic moments when the world seems suddenly mm. magical. Oh, wow. The world is magical. The boundaries, the frontiers. All right, well, the, when you said to me, like, ten seconds ago, could I think of any, all I could really think of is when I used to do a lot of acid, and I like, used to think- That's not the point. That's, that's obviously the, the world seems magical when you're blinking. It does seem drugs. magical, but also bad to do drugs. Bad to do drugs. So, but like, um, yeah, when I remember, like, we went to acid and you think, oh my god, everything's an illusion, everything's been a lie, but you do then subsequently think, hey, I bet the guy that wrote that track was on acid. Hey, I bet the guy that did yeah. that picture was on acid. I yeah. thought that for a very long while. Hey, I bet the guy that designed that railway was on acid. You know what I mean? I just attributed everything to acid. You, I remember when you used to say, you used to think that there was some sort of meaning behind things that you would appear in your vision, like 
you. What like? He used to always say this to me. He used to go, yeah, I was going along in a car and I saw all these coincidences. <laughs> yeah. I saw all these coincidences, man. Well, I was thinking about this word and then I read it on a poster. Yeah, it was magic. <laughs> he used to tell me things like that. It's probably go, true. Yeah, but about five times on the way here. I think God's thinking, just appeared. I think I might start a compound in Waco. I think I've got this, I might start a magical community and start stockpiling weapons. Yeah, I know, I do sometimes think that the universe is trying to tell me stuff. Anyway, Matthew, you've got to go and culturally review this exhibition of photos taken by Stephen Wright of Morrissey and the Smiths at this exhibition. Uh, There's an exhibition! It's Rexy Moron! <laughs> I think a photogenic took these photographs! So, um, yeah, next week we Why do I have to go there? I'm going Lock You ain't going Lock and Key. I am doing that. You'll take I've Trevor with you. You will take Trevor I with you on that Trevor Lock and Key. Me. Poor something is. Why you take me? Don't take me like I'm some shopping. Look <laughs> <laughs> at your dress. You might but, be wearing a shell suit. You <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> You can no, put Trevor in a shopping basket and drag him along. Wheel him along, the poor little sap. I'll take um, him along, he'll have a little key, he can go around. Lock and key. He'll go, he'll, I bet it's every, if you take him to a lock and key party, because his surname's Lock, everyone goes, <laughs> funny this being a lock and key party, because my name actually is Lock, and you might be the key to my happiness, miss. Might, <laughs> he'll do that, wouldn't he? Then sink to his knees. That's the sort that of thing I would say. Yeah. Sort of thing you'd say as a <laughs> philosophy graduate. So, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in um, we're in Manchester next week. So if you're doing the Sonic uh, Enigma, what, is that your impression of Manchester? Don't Manchester. do that. Don't. Noel's coming in here later. So so he's not going to take very kindly, is he, to you satirising his beloved Manchester? No, Manchester. Well, that's how you're going to join Manchester. in, is it? Don't do that when we're up there. They won't like that, Matthew. Why not? You did it in Leicester. You walked around the streets of Leicester going, LEICESTER SUCKS! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go that. I like Leicester. It's nice to be in Leicester, I if anything. I say that now. I liked it there. No, you, I'm only joking. It's nice there. Um, let's go up to, um, yeah, we'll go in Manchester. We'll have a nice time. Now, Noel Gallagher's coming on the show later. Katie Mellywood's coming on the show later because of you, Trevor, isn't it? I mean, I, like, I don't have a... Well, I, don't I think Katie Mellywood's good. I, I like she her. likes you all, but, you know. What do you mean? Well, I, don't, I, don't I don't think she's being motivated by sexual desire. I don't think that's what's bringing her here. She's promoting a record. She's promoting a record? I suppose yeah. so. She's got a record out, has she? Of course she has. She's a pop star. What else she's she going to do? Here for on a Sunday. I, I don't know. Would you give you a massage? <laughs> Did she do massages? I suspect so, yeah. yeah. She's promoting them. If you're, not, if you're nice to us, you'll do a little quick massage. So we've got loads of things on the show. Noel Gallagher's coming up, Sonic Enigma, Matt's culturally review, cultural <laughs> review brief gets ever broader. What are you going to review next week? Your fingernails. Okay. Here's some frontiers. I'm pushing them back. Let's all have a go at me. No, no, you're not pushing back frontiers. Do you remember when I used to go to the opera? I go, yes, the opera was good. It's if rubbish. we were American pioneers, you'd be sat in a wagon staring at your own groin <laughs> and going, oh, I thought of this while me and Trevor are out. Killing the people whose country it is, <laughs> setting up nice little camps exactly. and that. Well, so who's the real hero? Let's, um, why don't we, right? We've, so we've got loads of things to look forward to. It's a great show. Send us your magical moment, 64046. Email bbc.co.uk. We'll be answering loads of your questions. It's gonna be a very good show, this. Got a good feeling about this one. Should we listen to that? That new New York doll stuff's really good, isn't it? Like, that it album's is, yeah. good. This record, what we're gonna listen to now is good. Dance like a monkey. Then you can sell your monkey story afterwards, Matt. Well, that's... That, yeah, that let's comes out the back of someone asking us about I tell, you, I tell you what comes out the back of you, almost everything. <laughs> right, this is the New York Dolls, yeah, woo, yeah, alright. <laughs> New York Dolls, dance like a monkey, so, uh, CBGB's is closing tonight. Oh no, I was gonna go there tomorrow. What's that? It's closing. What it's that it? club, innit, that was integral to the, uh, punk movement. Matt, let Matt go on about right. it. CBGB's? Uh, yeah, CBGB's. In New York. In What's New, New York. Um, no, I thought, no, I thought I was just saying. The Ramones, <laughs> Debbie Harry. <laughs> Go on. It's weird you said that, because Brandy 
A lady <laughs> in America sent me a CBGB's t-shirt. Thank you. You absolute <laughs> goon, Matthew. That, that's what passes for radio, does it? Well, look, you said CBGB's. Yeah, well, I'm not Professor Pavlov. Every time CBGB's Mitchell Jeff, oh, I got a T-shirt with that ring on it. It's in Music Week, right? The show today. Uh, they're, I think they're doing something really spectacular about that. So why don't we? We'll stay here and listen to Music Week. It'll be good. I like Julie. Yeah. She's had her haircut. I like her. Elfin. She does look elfin. I think I may have said. I think I may have gone. Oh, I like your haircut. You look elfish, and I think that means you look like you're in Lord of the Rings oh, rather than you look like Twiggy. Which what? is what I meant to say, Elfin. So yeah, so uh, right, that's Elven. I don't know about elves. I don't know about <laughs> elves. I don't know about elves. What are you lot doing? Why are you so slender? Why are you got little pointy ears and that, you elves? Anyway, right, uh, we're talking about magical moments on this program. Matt felt that he wanted to illustrate the concept of yes. magical moments by boring us to death. <laughs> Go on then, Matt. Oh, this is exciting, mate. Go on then, let's hear you. When I was at university. <laughs> I'm already a bit bored. That's because I did that silly voice. I see, yes. When I was at university. Mm, Sighted. When uh, we were all in the garden one day, it was the mm. summer, and we looked at the back of our house and we went, well, that's your bedroom window, that's the kitchen window, yeah. what's that window? You found a mysterious extra there was, window? There was more windows on the outside than there were rooms inside. Blimey. So, it, in, it, it, so like a TARDIS or something. It was very odd. No, and th so we went inside and then we realised there was another room that had been bricked over oh. at the edge of the... Um, kitchen, right? Yeah. It used to be an old pantry or larder or whatever those rooms An old pantry? Shut up. Who don't yeah. know about pantries? So what we did was, yeah. it hadn't actually been bricked fully up, right? Yeah. Been, the cupboards had been put in and that covered, like, the entrance to it. Yeah. And we took out one of the, uh, sort of shelves of yeah. the cupboard and used a bread knife to cut the back off the cupboard. Yes. And you could- Shut up. This is interesting. <laughs> and there's a secret little room in there what that had been all it? closed What's up. in the secret room? It better be good. It better be a corpse in there. It better be Narnia. There was, uh, uh, just some plates. Some plates. Some plates. But that's your magical moment. The like antiques roadshow. Right. <laughs> oh, I found a lovely carriage clock once, the, and then I looked at the inscription on the back. And it turns out it's from the old days. Oh, shut up. Who cares about the your world carriage clock? seemed magical for a moment. There was a, there was an extra window. There was a secret room. Come on, guys. The world is magical. I remember another time I took an awful lot of acid and a grass looked very very interesting, and there was ants all over my kitchen See, floor. We had ants in our house anyway, but then like oh. I was looking at the ants, oh, they were ants. on the kitchen. Looked like the carpet were alive with ants slivering with them, it were. Then I watched something about the Houses of Parliament. I realised that the way this country is run is a farce and that we need a revolution. So basically, then you I chipped my tooth, though. All you're telling us is you were on drugs and lived in a dirty house. <laughs> That's a <laughs> That's kind not of magic. magic. It's it? a kind of magic. See, we used to do jingles for things like this. We used to do Why jingles. Why are you pointing at me all the time? Because you're it's a aggressive. lazy man. Triv, triv, lucky. Have you had any magical moments? Well, an interesting thing happened when a policeman walked through my house once, which was- What do you mean he walked through it? He's using it as what- do you live on a bridal path? Well, exactly, that's exactly what it was like. It was what did he have right away? What was he doing? He just- Going to get some cottage cheese or something. <laughs> going to go strawberry picking and he rambled through your shack. He just knocked on the door and then yeah. walked into the flat, walked upstairs, walked through he, and into the kitchen and he stepped up into the sink, stood in the sink- No, he- Trevor, this is a lie! It's not lie. a lie! A policeman walked into your house and got in the sink! Don't spit. I will spit, Trev. I will spit if you lie about I'm this country's constabulary. Did he say, oh, coming into my what, house. was he looking out of a window? He just said, can I come in? I've got to get through. And I said, all right. Then, then he marched in. Why did he get in the sink? Because then he stepped out of the window onto the, the low roof outside the window and then down and then into the garden and off again. Never saw him again. Mate, Does your hey. father run a porn ring? I beg your Why are the police in your house? Because Stepping I over the shortcut. It was very well, odd. I think it was that policeman was like on some sort of walking a straight line type thing. And he right, I can 
Well, he's got he's OCD. Got walking a straight line. I'm just walking in a straight line, that's it. So I will not be swayed. Did he have a compass with him? He didn't, no, he just had the normal police outfit. I reckon he was- <laughs> Normal police outfit. <laughs> oh, this is my police trousers, this is my police hat. Now I'm gonna clamber on the training board. Listen, here's the summon- here, the Tom and Annika go- no, Morning, Russell. magical, though. It's, it's not magical, it's magical. just a lime act. Don't humour him, I'm People moving on, I'm moving on. What's happened? Who was that? Stop talking! I said, it's a police- Morning, Russell. I had a magical moment yesterday, I got married. We are listening to you in our Bridal suite, which is magical oh, too. Love Tom and Annika. People get oh. married all the time, Russell. That is Tom not... and Annika are having a bit of love, Trev, just because yeah, you live a joyless, much. lonely little existence where you dress in a dog's basket. My life is Don't full resent of people's love. moments with the law. Um, now. I met a real life Ramon, Marky, a magical moment. Love Clary Bell. See, there's people out there having genuine magical yeah. moments, not lies about policemen strutting through their house. Have you got any magical moments that don't involve drugs? Not really. I've got anything that don't involve drugs. Alright, now. I have had, well done, yeah, I'll think of one in a minute, but first of all, look, there's some nice content. It's from, there's a letter here to Russell, Matt and Trevor, it's from Chris, who is aged 27, man, and he's from Manchester. He goes, when I was younger, me, my gran and my sister went to the zoo. We were in the gorilla house watching the gorillas, obviously in brackets, he says, when one of them put its hand under its bum and two seconds later pulled out and revealed a self-produced whoopsie. <laughs> Holding it in his hand, just like a banana, the gorilla then ate the brown Ugh. poo. My gran let out a scream and ran to the door. She then proceeded to prevent anyone entering the gorilla house for the next five minutes, like the Mary White House of Zoos. She was censoring it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry, I can't have that. I can't have people coming here watching that defecation. It's weird to say, my, like, the bit of language, let out a scream. As if let out a scream. In there and she just let one out. That is interesting, like, her, his n nan was possessed of all these latent screams, screams. that she were just, just- She's got hundreds of them, she thought, I'll lose one It's now. an interesting <laughs> idea, it's like the constantly fear is about us and we're just waiting for it to be provoked. Like, conceptually, these emotions are within us and we're just waiting for someone to press that button. Perhaps joy is innately within us, love, all these things, and it's only when they're you, triggered. What would you let out? What would I, what, for let joy? Let out a moan of pleasure. <laughs> That's my moan of pleasure. Is that what, uh, really? <laughs> so your neighbours hear that in the middle of the night, do they? <laughs> they do, often with my face pressed against their window. I go, keep going, guys! <laughs> They've put out an injunction. So, like, um, yeah, well, that's bad. I think I've already mentioned the time that my nan's cat got, uh, uh, like, my nan was stroking its uh, cat. Oh, God. Right, it got an erection. I can't go on with this. It got an erection, what? the cat. Oh, stop. Yes, you have, actually, yeah. Yeah, and it's little Willie looked like a sucked ice pop. Yeah. Really nice, or like the bulb of a Christmas tree light. If you take the surrounding bit of a Christmas tree light out and it's got that little thin bit at the end, right, it had a little erection like that, I was enchanted by it. And, uh, That's like- a magic moment. My nan, yeah, magical this was. Stroking the cat, and then she noticed <laughs> that the cat was regarding the situation as a sexual one. You're always going about this. Girl. I love it! It's nice to go on about this, like, so she went, Ooh, like that, and panicked, and the cat, of course, didn't know what had gone wrong. It was just expressing it must itself. must be hard for a cat to run away after it's been dropped with, you know. Yeah, I know, once it's hard to run with an erection. It's not natural, is it? It's no. not the sort of thing you'd normally no. do. Any, well, I don't know. Right, <laughs> <laughs> let's leave all that. So, <laughs> my Morgan! Da -da -da. So, go on, did that promote anything in you, this gorilla thing? Well, you meant to read the bit at the bottom, the question um, says, <laughs> my question is, oh yeah, my question is, in bold, and it's good, we're showing that a bit of production goes in this program. My question is, what's the most terrific stroke funniest thing you've seen at zoo hoo 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 ho
Matthew. Is that what he says? That's how <laughs> yeah, it's got that. It's got like a stave and then a quaver and that's exact tune. Brilliant. Uh, well it wasn't actually at a zoo. Oh god, I'm bored! Oh, I went, this is weird actually, because it- Why did this pub have a monkey in a garden? This story's a lie! There's a pub in Bean, which is a town- Bean? That's a type of food! Oh, it, nothing makes sense! It's called the Black Horse. No, that's, from that's, that's from a bank! It. They used to have two monkeys in a big cage in the pub garden. What right? type of monkeys? Well, those little monkeys with tails. Like spider like, monkeys. Like evil ones. Evil ones that betray Indiana Jones. They would normally be wearing a waistcoat of fez. And yeah. like, they, they betray Dr. Jones. Yes. Those type of I monkeys, know them. right? I know those little guys. And what, and we- And if there are any of them listening, what you've done to <laughs> Indiana Jones is unacceptable! Russell, move on. Even though he's just an archaeologist that he should really be stealing them forgotten treasures, to betray him in that market is repugnant! So you like the bits where Indiana Jones was just a teacher? Yeah, they're my favourite bits. He's just a teacher. I think, oh, he's got, and all the girls fancy him, don't they? Yeah. And he's got that latent sexuality, and you know he's going to go off on a mission. You just know it. I mean, there's sometimes <laughs> it's too much for even for me to bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a boring film if he didn't. If he just was a lecturer yeah. all the time. Anyway, yeah. so, uh. I wouldn't like to be a lecturer. Because imagine your job's just lecturing all you day. You were a lecturer once and you used it to get laid. Oi! Yeah, I did actually. Right, now shut up. You uh, was in a pub called Bean in a, on no. a black horse <laughs> in the middle of Kent. There was monkeys in the garden. Telling a story, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's impossible really with him, isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really hard. I'm just trying to be nice. Right. <laughs> you can sing that. I was in a pub called The Black Horse in Bean. Yeah. I was a child. There was other children. How old? There. It was summer. Probably about five. Young. I imagine uh, you was probably wearing a coat that restricted the movement of your head and body. It was summer. All right. Why didn't your parents dress you up as Paddington like they usually did for a laugh? They probably did. Yeah, go on then. So you're in the back garden of this pub. Right, anyway, so um, they put us all down to watch the monkeys. All oh, go on then, sit watch down the and watch the monkeys. Well, they go inside, give you some Christian Pepsi. Yeah, no, that's well, other cokes ice are available. Poles, ice pops, whatever they're called. Mr. Freeze, that's just frozen additives. Right, okay. Might as well just give you a. Let's play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Russell bites his finger <laughs> as long as he okay. can. Hey, I'm brilliant at this. I'm brilliant. I've got three fingers. Okay, uh, and they taste weird. I'm never going to get this story out. Yes, you are. Get on with it. You're making this into an epic. Come on, get with the story! So hard. You're in a garden, you're, yeah, you're well, four, we'll you're looking at monkeys. monkeys. Right, now the monkey's cage has got two, uh, it's got chicken wire but two layers of it, right? Mm. With a, a bit of distance between them, right? Yeah. So that kids can't put their hands through because these monkeys are evil. Why are they evil? Because of what they've done to Indiana Jones. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, but what happened was- I wonder they're in prison. Listen, a bird got trapped between the two things, ah. and the monkeys were all excited. <laughs> that um, must be a joy. If you're a monkey, you just live in a cage. There's not much going on, just no. looking at kids eating crisps. a big crisps. cage, actually. They had a little house bit in there. Anyway, so this bird- What, are you trying to say that the monkeys were living in good conditions, then? Yeah. Just look out for the people at the Black Horse or Pub. Cage, it's it's not right to have monkeys in the garden, Matt, under any in conditions. In garden. Of course it's, it's not. Right. It's better. It's no, it's not. It's we're in England. Monkeys don't live here. Anyway. So this bird was stuck in the thing, the monkeys loved it. It's a magic moment for the, the monkeys. Yeah, magic moments, like when the bird comes in your house, and it was yeah. flying between the two things. And we were watching it, thinking this is exciting. <laughs> then the monkeys got the bird and ripped it and pulled they it. They pulled it into the cage. Into their cage, and then proceeded to, for about twenty minutes, torture it, pull all its feathers out. Brilliant. Right? It looked like a little fat man. Its beak came off. Because yeah. they stripped it of all its feathers, so it's like a little tubby right, bloke with long, thin arms. Because once wings are stripped of feathers, yeah. they're not so elegant, Just are they? It's like a little fat bloke with big, long arms, like snooker cues. <laughs> right. Hey, look at me now! I ain't flying now! Because they, they lured they, it over they us, they the birds. The, the monkeys tortured it. They 
they were like screaming and chattering and really happy <laughs> and they went to the top of the cage and dropped it <laughs> and they kept doing that and dropping it that's why they're it trying to crack it like a coconut yeah. probably why do you think they were doing that though huh why do you think they were doing instinct that? trev because what they is the instinct bored and evil but the point is there was about 30 kids sat there all terrified unable to move watching this thing we'd been made to sit in front of oh watch the monkeys oh, watch the monkeys that'd be nice but really what your parents forgot that nature is capable of being cruel and indifferent and has no moral code so then monkeys just behaved in a completely natural way i'd love to have seen i'd like to see that now um, like yeah, no, i would feel a bit amazing. bad for the bird but you don't know what that bird's been up to before maybe that bird's in been a past life over, well no even in its own life. in its present life Dive bombing it i mean they're trapped in a Dive cage bombing it there's probably not that, a roof over that cage that bird didn't do anything wrong you don't know that that bird had done nothing that's a witness yeah. anyway when what our type parents, of bird was it little sparrow when our parents came back they said oh did you like monkeys and everyone's all gibbering and terrified yeah. that just witnessed a hideous torturous spectacle of cruelty i'd like that absolutely amazing though well we've had a bit of a laugh talking about these magical moments you can join in if you like send us them on 64046 or email russell dot uh six, you know that address i'll get tired of saying it now right uh, guess what we're doing now we are going to listen to a little show called the news but firstly like last week we were trying to get their news people because they're live and in the same building as us to indicate our attitude somewhere in the news broadcast now someone sent in a text saying that last week the newscaster did say ballooning in a way that implied that they might have been joining in with our jokes the six music news person we implore you once more people of the news not if you're talking about a terrible tragedy or that you know that obviously needs gravitas but if you're talking about something a bit like oh, go on say something a bit silly oh god say something well, a bit so funny we, so, hmm? we should have waited to see what the news was before we did this oh yeah right if something bad's happened just forget we regard it and respect it I think we should give them a word it's too much say monkey monkey say monkey in the news see if you can get sort of like if you're the six music news person you go and later we'll be monkeying around and listening to some music of the game you could try that <laughs> Alright, alright then, so, uh, here, with that in mind, is a little old show that tells us what's going on. I caught the news. It's Bowie, Queen Bitch. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Mad Morgan. He's a man. Man. He's sort of miserable sort of a man, really. What were you? We've infected oh, the news. Miserable. You are a bit miserable. Kathy from the news said monkeys during the news. She said, controlling their little monkeys. That was for us. We can infect the news. Kathy, you are a glorious woman. I never think, is she called Kathy? Catherine. 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 Don't, Catherine. Don't put a diminutive of her name. I will not. This woman, if any woman deserved to have her name said in full, it oh, is Catherine. Catherine. What a Everywhere woman. Everywhere I go, the whispering breeze in the trees. Turn your phone off, Russell. Catherine. Uh, not now, Cooper. For heaven's sake, <laughs> we must do the show. I can see you're trying to help me. Um, yeah, that's really good, isn't it? That Catherine said monkeys during the I news. Think the most funny thing is that when it happened, Russell went, We can change the news. We're <laughs> gods. <laughs> I did say that. We're gods. We are as gods. Yeah. To be alive is wonderful, but to be young is very heaven. We can change the news. Right, let's see what else to do in the news. Let's put out a story that the government has been overthrown and that we are a new military style government. We're a junta. It's our six music junta. Right. I'll junta. be Prime Minister. Matt, you could be in charge of cultural affairs. Trevor, you, I'm afraid, are, are fired and are going to be reduced to sweeping the streets with your own bottom with a toothbrush <laughs> in it. But it's <laughs> going to make people happy. It'll That's the important thing in yeah. the junta. It will make you happy, you dirty little <laughs> devil. Trevor will do that anyway, regardless of the political situation. What am I again? You're in charge of cultural Ah, yeah, culture secretary. Because, um, you know, we all have your cultural reviews, you know. Yeah, yeah, will, it, will you review the doctors? Will you review some sex you tricked a woman into having by coming on a date paid for by Six Music? What will it be this week? We never can tell. My cultural review has never led to sex. Has it not? Um, 
<laughs> Not for me, it bloody well, well hasn't. It, it has makes to. me feel sick. Makes me feel like you. Anyway, I'm doing quite well on my old um, sex diet, aren't I? Yeah. You know about. I'm off mic, I'm off mic, back on mic, back on mic. Yeah, so like, uh, I'm like stopped with all the rhubarb over two weeks now. I just realised when I was dancing about then that I got much more energy and that's because I'm not having it off all the time. Mm -hmm. Really? Well, yeah, because I, I think that's purely because you go to bed, you actually sleep instead of having it off all night. Yeah. It's a shame, really. I mean, I miss some aspects of having it off all the time, but, you know, <laughs> but it's good, because, do you know what it is? It was nice to be, because I was at that secret policeman's ball last night, right? There's me, Mighty Boosh, Eddie Izzard, like, loads of good people, Chevy Chase, uh, Jimmy Fallon off of uh, Saturday Night Live in America, um, Seth Green, loads of really properly good people, Sarah Silverman, loads of dead good people, right? And, uh... Right. Uh, I w what was good was <laughs> after I'd done the gig, I weren't prowling around <laughs> like a sort of leopard man. Hello, you're interesting. Do you want to go on an adventure? Right, get in the bog! <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, it's quite, so it's quite nice. It made a change. You know, yeah, well, it's better. You've got a bit of class now, haven't you? It gives me a bit of distance and class, not being a, uh, you know, incessantly out-womanising all the time. Also, you know, I've met someone, it's nice, we're getting on ever so well, it's touching, you know, very sweet. Touching? You're touching. Oh, yeah, a God. level of touching already. Oh, God. Well, yeah, we do do some touching, just, you know, under her ankles. Now, look, but nonetheless, there is in the news of the world today a uh, kiss and tell on old Russ. Model Coralie reveals secrets that prove Russell Brand is the luckiest bloke in Britain. And then there's some little banners. Our sex lasts 12 hours in red. We have three in the beds and I let him cheat. 12 hours? Now, I know that's not true. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you? How, how do you know it's true? Because but with you, it's if different. If you'd have had sex for 12 hours, you would have come, you'd have phoned me up and gone, Matt, Matt, guess what? I've done a 12 hour sexophone last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have tried to raise money with it or something. Stunning model Coralie Robinson says Randy TV star Russell Brand is a kinky sex addict and she loves it. Right? I'm not. <laughs> it's two weeks since I've had it off. The 25 year old brunette is the first of his legion of lovers to lift the duvet on life his girlfriend. I got a legion of lovers. It's not organised in the ranks. There's not like a hierarchy. They don't go on expeditions where well, they do with a, as an erotic and sexual nature. Hey, but that's behind me. What? You're just reading this out to make yourself look good. Yeah. Yeah, why not? What am I going to do? Do a radio show where I'm psychologically tortured <laughs> by a couple of nitwits? Yes. No, sir, E. Bob. <laughs> Ain't it? Legion of lovers, if there were any legions, it'll be of a different variety. <laughs> so, uh, romps. Like, anyway, Coralie has been sharing the star's king-size bed on and off for nine weeks. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Have you met her? Yeah, I have. I've, you know, I have been having it off with her, but like, it's all stopped now <laughs> since this new regime. Of course, absolutely. Romps! Right, and then she goes, the star insists she. Right, and then it does that thing where it bullet points and emboldens. Mm -hmm. The bullet point and embolden technique of tabloids. Romps! With other women. Dresses as a nurse for sex, her, not me. Why would I dress as a nurse? <laughs> like, okay, you're right, dear. Do you want me to plump your pillow if you've done a wee? I think you do. Do dress as a nurse. I think you do. Why wouldn't I? I don't dress as a nurse, Matt. I just, I'll just be embarrassed. Pleasures herself with his huge collection of sex toys. I ain't got a huge collection of sex toys. Makes love all night, or at least until he has to go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Why, why would she have to pleasure herself with a huge collection of sex toys? Or like some millionaire sort of weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Sat coming there, to unable, like you've lost, you've lost all the feeling below your waist in a war. It's like an adult there. Neverland. Yeah. I just sit here on a set and go, why don't we have a conductor's baton? Go, why don't go in the draw. Get that out. That's it. <laughs> I, w I wish I could please you, but I'm, I'm afraid I can't. <laughs> Not since the Somme. I'll just sit here in sort of like an umpire's chair from yeah. tennis, <laughs> <laughs> like that with we running down the back of it. <laughs> I'm mean, happy. I think that's what happens. I don't know. Fortunately, Russell is quite right. So yeah, there's loads of things in here. 
I don't know where they- oh this is funny, Coralie, who has bedded superstar Robbie Williams and had a threesome with Aussie cricket legend Shane Warne added, that once I went round there and it's there's so this- so classy, Russ. <laughs> I know mate, yeah, I'll check this out, I've done this all right, she's also done Robbie and Shane Warne, so I'm, I'm in a lush- I like both of those people. I once went- uh, she go- anyway, Coralie go, once I went round and there was this girl with massive boobs wearing stockings and suspenders. Gosh, you shouldn't put Sunday boobs- morning, You shouldn't on. put boobs on your stockings, or stockings on your boobs. They, they were just look ridiculous, it looked like they had long noses. <laughs> it make your boobs look like Snoopy. Wind socks. <laughs> Anyhow, right, they, come on, this is what? boring. It's not boring. Join in, get involved, get involved. That's what I say to the girls, you know. <laughs> when they to me as well. <laughs> 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 anyway, all that's behind me now because I'm, I'm much. I tell you what, I'm enjoying life as a. Um, what is it? I am a celebrity. He's a nicer bloke. Isn't he is. He? It's like that uh, Christmas Carol, uh, Charles Dickens thing. What? Well, I'm, yeah. I'm like Scrooge in the end bit. Yeah. I weren't horrible at first. Who was Bob Cratchit? You, Trevor. You, were, you were always. Whenever you talk to him and you're in public, yeah. you had one eye over your Absolutely. shoulder looking for women. Absolutely. Really? That's yeah. what I was doing. I just had one eye over my shoulder looking for women, folks. Yeah. I'm much better now, and I now I'm focused on my job and my career. Yeah, it's much better. And being kindly to animals and that. Are you? Not really. I just treat them how I feel like it, you know, but normally that is quite nice. I like the little guys. Coralie pictured far right fell under Russell's spell after the first of many dates at his posh flat in Hampstead, North London. She said he's a vegan and a prepared really fresh natural meal, but while eating he said, Yeah, you know what would be really fun if you had lunch in your lingerie? I was a bit taken back because I was wearing a nice top and a tartan miniskirt, but I did as, as I was told and I sat there in my red underwear. I'd never been in that situation before and he said it was unfair that, he, what, that I was- eating your dinner in your underwear? Why, yeah. I've never been in that situation before. It was, it was baffling. Also, Two things. Yeah. You, uh, you didn't cook. That's a lie. That's a lie. And posh flat. My flat's dull, isn't it? Tawdry. I'm allergic to it. You're allergic to it because of the cat. It's a ridiculous it's little a worker's pit. cottage. Do you think it's like a worker's cottage? It's a worker's cottage. That's what it actually is. That is what it is. It's got. You yeah. can't be too loud in there because there's a bloke upstairs called Old Knock Knock. He'll <laughs> <laughs> knock on the floor. He knocks down. Knock knock knock. I used to go round his house once. Well, this was a few, maybe a year ago. Yeah. And he had a rat under the floorboards. You could hear. <laughs> and a man upstairs who'd knock if you spoke too loud. Oh, <laughs> like, like hell. <laughs> I was sandwiched by scuttles and knocks every direction you listened in. It's a scuttle. It's a knock. Living in purgatory. Okay, what's that? Oh, there's a rat under the floor. What's that? Oh, that's knock knock. <laughs> you gotta talk quietly. Do talk quietly. You're upset. Knock knock. Oh, walk quietly. The rat's sleeping now. Don't disturb ratikins. Well, when you had pet rats, then he had pet rats, right? They were idiots. Saying he's kind to animals. He had these pet rats, and they were allowed to do anything. They had, had the life of Riley. <laughs> Once we gave him a Star Wars figure, and they ate it within about two days. It was know? it was the one that Liam Neeson was. That's the one we give him. Ob can one. Or whatever he was called. It wasn't him. It, it was him. It was, yeah, it was one from the new Star Wars. We would give him to the rat as a, as a token of affection. They just gnawed it away. Gnawed yeah. it away. What anyway. were they supposed to do with it? I just thought they might enjoy the company or something, like an effigy. Well, I thought they'd let it on their back like a little man on a horse. <laughs> 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 That'd have been nice, wouldn't it? Because then it could have been like them things in Return of the Jedi, what they do ride about it's on the temple. Tear a strip of newspaper and dangle it through their cage and they go <laughs> and take it off you. They were quite funny. But once when he was. He cleaned their cage, yeah. and c we put it outside to be cleaned, then couldn't be bothered, and then they never came back <laughs> in the house. Right. They lived out there and went, they lived in their cage still, but they went wild, all their hair grew. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think, like, and it was all rained on their cage. I put things over the cage to protect them, tarpaulin and bin bags. Bored of them, put them outside. The cat, it's because I had Morrissey the cat had moved in. 
Oh. They'd moved in with his little suitcase. <laughs> Hello, I'm uh, Morrissey the cat. I've come about the spare room. Oh, do come in, sir. Uh, I think you'll find us to your liking. Yeah, so also, not only did they have the fare outside, but they were in a cage. They had a cat constantly pouring at them outside. They turned into sort of castaways, didn't they? They like, went a bit castaway, went a bit feral, yeah. And when one, Where they are they now? Well, all right, it's, now there's a story behind that. One were called Shay, one were called Fidel. Shay oh, died. You student. <laughs> Shay died, right, and then Fidel ate him. He <laughs> ate his guts out, and they were friends all their lives. So it shows, you know, never trust anyone. Because, like, it died, it ate all its guts out, went in there, all its guts was out, eating it. You know, and uh, then I sort of thought, I can't look after this rat after he's done that to his own mate. Well, maybe he wanted it to be eaten. It's like that German fellow, he wanted his friend to eat him after he died. Oh, Trevor, that man was a pervert. I think if you really think about it, Mm. Their owner should have fed them. It means his <laughs> mate died. It's like that film, Alive. Exactly. He had, to, he had to eat his mate to stay alive. Do you reckon he went for his- Oh, I've judged you very badly. You've eaten your friend. He didn't go through some moral quandary. <laughs> he didn't in sit debating, oh, shall I eat him, shall I not? Is it wrong? He would have eaten the nuts, wouldn't he? I ain't giving my nuts to them rats after one of them's ate his mate. I'm, uh, they've moved out. I put a postcard up in a pet shop. That was the end of those guys. What? I put a postcard up in a pet shop. What does that, that mean? Wanted home for cannibalistic rat with no regard. That's a lie. I bet he just lifted up the coat. <laughs> Off you go, Shay Guevara. <laughs> go to <laughs> Bolivia. Take the revolution to new frontiers, Shay. So what happened? You just let him out? I didn't let him out. I put a postcard up in a fr in a pet shop. What? Saying what? Long-haired, haunted, <laughs> cannibal rat. <laughs> haunted. <laughs> Rat pervert a wants vet. home. <laughs> Bloke. It's average ages no 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 nineteen. Home wants It's on Star Wars figures and air. <laughs> as long as you've got some stormtroopers, he'll be in no bother. <laughs> Don't give him Yoda, he'll be up all night and gives him nightmares. Yeah, I mean, you know, some would say that that rat was maltreated, but those people are fools, man. Well, you're a terrible owner of animals. Oh, Mo Morrissey's not very well, right? And he's got a bucket on his head. He's got a I bucket. I took that off him. He, he, he never, when he has children, they're gonna be fat little children who are allowed whatever they want. Because <laughs> that cat just said, oh, I don't like this bucket on my head. <laughs> he shouldn't have a bucket on his head. He's humiliated. He lacerated his poor. He lacerated his poor. I had to take him down to vets or someone had to take well, him. 500 quid. On. I didn't put a bucket on his head. The vet sewed him up and then they put a, sort of one of them stupid embarrassing lampshades on his head so oh, he can't I gnaw see. the stitches yeah. out. He looked at, he was embarrassed by it. He didn't like it. You could see he was embarrassed. I goes, I'm not having that. I took it off him. What an idiot. That's there. And now he's gnawing his paw. No, he don't mind. He's just trotting about living his life, isn't he? I don't like giving him them pills he either. He don't like those. Oh, I'm a bit like, I'm a bit weak-willed. That's what an idiot would think. Oi! You have to hold his head. I've done some a, exams! Force a pill into the cat's You mouth. stroke their little thing in. He didn't like that either. He didn't like those things. Stroke yeah, but chin. they're good for him, so you have to give them to him. <laughs> Tough love, mate. Tough love? That's the sort of thing you'd do in a club wearing Lyderosen. I'm not getting involved That's in like that. Your children will go, Daddy, I'm scared to do my cycling proficiency. Don't and do it then. Going, Just do it, it'll be alright. You'll go, Don't do it then. Come with me, stay at home with Daddy. I will say that. They can do what they want. I want my children to be happy, They'll but be very poorly balanced. They'll eat whatever they want. They'll mm. be chubby little cows. No, I won't. I'm just gonna give them organic food. I've already decided. Come on, let's just. Just gonna give them organic food? Yeah, just give them some organic food. <laughs> 
After, oh yeah, 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 that's, yeah, so like, we've good, we've controlled the news now. I think that's really good, we can control it. Like, not that we can control it, let's not pretend that we're like, it's like Clash of the Titans, because otherwise they might not do it again. But Catherine, I'd like to thank you for saying monkey during the news. Yeah, there's a psychic wants to come on this show. His name's Philip Solomon, acknowledged by many as one of the best mediums in the world. He can do all sorts of brain magic. Kind regards, Philip Solomon. He's put his phone number here. Why don't we ring him up later? Get him on, see how psychic Philip Solomon it. really is. We should test him. Well, over if he the is phone. psychic, he'll know whether he's he'll know, on the show or not. He'll he? know, so he will ex be expected that to call. Was pointless. We can ring him up. That wasn't pointless, Trevor, because it alerted us to his existence. Now we can we'll phone him up, ask him if he can guess, like I don't know, some fact. And then if he gets it right, then we'll, he's proved himself. Then we'll make him king. Who is your question for? This is the question. Why do you only answer pure old questions? Name your favourite novel. Oh, and do you think we're heading towards a global dictatorship? Mm, we might do. That's from Jamie in Scotland. Matt, what is your favourite novel? Uh, Clockwork Orange. Trevor, do you think we're heading towards a global dictatorship? We already have it. Well, it's already happened. Yeah. Well, there's a secret conglomerate of people come up for them Illuminati and all that, and they're controlling us. It's to do with the Masons Probably. and the secret, some sort of cup yeah, that Jesus yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, so, uh, we've answered those questions, Jamie. What's your favourite novel? He hasn't uh, read a novel. Uh, I like Picture of Dorian Gray and I like Watership Down. That's a children's book. Watership Down's about these rabbits, mate. They <laughs> live their little rabbit lives. Andy the Rabbit. Oh, Andy the Rabbit, Trevor, was not a character from a novel. Any fool will tell you that. So, uh, oh, here, my magical moment is Christmas when my childhood comes back to me, says Jackie. I'm seven years old again. I'm so excited and happy because of my memories of love and happiness at that time of year. I didn't like it. I had to go to Debenham, sit on this bloke's lap who clearly was not Father Christmas. I didn't like him. Untrustworthy. His beard was made out of cotton wool. You could oh. see his neck underneath it. He resented being Father Christmas. And I think he had an erection. <laughs> there, I've said it. <laughs> well, they might not have done, I don't know. Right, so, uh, yeah, that is a, was a magical moment for everyone. Oh, I went to Bugbrook School, says Natalie McGee. Same like Trevor Lockdown. Interesting to go to the same school as him. What are we gonna do? Listen to some music? Yes. What kind? Violent Femmes. We're gonna listen to Violent Femmes. I like this song. I know, that's why you sent me a text. Oh, what's that song? Hey, that let song. me go wild, he thought it was called. What an idiot. Hey, goes, what's that song that goes let me go wild in it? I like it. Let me go wild. Does he say wild? I don't know. I don't know, it says something like that. Let's listen to it now. Let's listen out for Will it. there be a trail going out first? Yes. What for? John Peel online. Something like that. Let's have a listen. Oh, I likes it. Blister in the sun, violent pen. Exciting to listen to that. It's I like it when it goes quiet. Did it? Yeah. What for? Don't say, because it's advertising. Can't remember anyway. It's a magic moment every time Matt talks about Morrissey and the Smith. Says a mystery person. Mm. Bloody damn cheek. Here, says someone. It was magical when my dog had puppies. She walked around with a puppy hanging out of her, not knowing what it was. The pup. <laughs> <laughs> the pup was mewing. Michelle. Oh. Michelle G loves you boys, thanks Michelle. I liked it when my gerbils had babies, right, I got a gerbil when I was about ten, that gerbil had babies, then them babies grew up, had it off of each other, didn't care about the family relationship, didn't care, then they started having babies, then, check this bit, they ate each other's babies. I woke up one morning and one was stood holding a baby, it was about the size of a pineapple. Stood? Yeah, it stood on his hind legs. Yeah, like it was on his hind legs, stood up, right, stood up like a meerkat, and it was grasping a baby, which to it looked like, say it was the size of a man, the baby was the size <laughs> as a basketball, right, and it was just eating it. And I just woke up, and that was oh. the first thing I saw that day. See, it's like the monkeys and the bird with me. It's like nature. nature. Horrible. Evil. Mind you, I think you should have fed your animals, because clearly they turned on each other. They could have had sunflower seeds if they wanted, it was only in the corner. They were eating oh, really? it for barbaric reasons. 
Yeah, they, animals are barbaric little things, aren't they? Nature is cruel. It just does, it don't have any understanding of morality. It just does what it can, doesn't it? Nature, it's nature's law. Mm. That's why we started worshipping Satan for a bit and everything went wrong with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> My mate Craig went to the local park, they had a monkey cage, it had the monkeys with sore looking bums, he then squirted them <laughs> with jiff lemon juice, says Pete. What you should never ever squirt a monkey like that. No. Never squirt a monkey. Why did he have jiff lemon with him? What Who it, takes that out? What, in the little plastic lemon shape? That's the thing that makes me feel happy, them jiff lemon things when I was a kid. Oh, I think it's... It's just it's a fake lemon, isn't it? Yeah, but fi fine. Why not emulate the shape of nature? I like, isn't there something that was a bit like sherbet that came in something like that? Yeah, there was, yeah. Made me happy that did as well. I liked it. I think it's exciting to have things like that going on in the world. We're trying to get that psychic person Well, like person those little up. tomato ketchup bottles are in the show. They're good, and they've got those little green leaf bits going that used to have in calves. They've come back as ironic. Oh, someone wants to say, what? Someone's asking you to come and see them. I was going to suggest Matt came to see me. To see AFI in Manchester tomorrow night, he could have used the experience as a proper cultural review. AFI? Yeah. Oh, really? That's what Alison wants you to do. In a lot of people have got some good ideas, uh, for cultural reviews for you, Matt. Just send them in, cause I'll go on them. You'll go on them? review them. Yeah, will ya? Yeah. You won't review nothing, mate. I will, mate. I think Trevor needs to play more Klaus Nomi. Simple Man was a classic. The video on YouTube is amazing. And when are we gonna hear Russell rap? Never! That's when! When You're I was in place- I don't like what doing a rap. Of? <laughs> it's just funny, isn't it? My magical moment, says Brendan, happened a few years ago. I used to regularly get up at 5am on Saturday, cycle up Thames Path to Kingston. It was lovely. It took me past Hampton Court Palace, this ride. It was really early, there was a mist everywhere, but Hampton Court, this mist was really thick and flying over the wall to a riverbank. It was really silent and felt a bit supernatural. I stopped my bike for a bit, and I think I said something like, wow, I nearly fell off my bike when I heard this fisherman break the eerie silence with, alright, mate. Yeah, right? Something happened to me. I was in Thailand. I went on this, like, mystical journey. Like, I went all through, like, for ages and ages, with Travin, no, it's barley, and I went for all these, <laughs> <t> <laughs> went for all these tiered rice fields, like a wedding cake made out of grass or beautiful tiered thing. Right, then went along through all this volcanic rock, right, and then it was going for ages and ages, miles and miles sort of through civilization, past all the shacks, ended up in this quiet, blissful paradise place. There was no one there; it were all beautiful and that. Right, and then I saw this sort of lone man. I think he was walking this a, is a donkey dream, or something. Or? No, it's just genuine. Yeah, like he was sort of walking a donkey, just a lone sort of peasant fella. Like you had the sense that we. I don't only think two walk donkeys. They was <laughs> that donkey. I think it was a working horse. That donkey needed to unwind, Matt. <laughs> that awful. Just take man. the donkey for a walk. Go on, take it out, poor thing. It looks pretty peeved about something, right? Anyway, it was this blissful panoramic place, nothing about. Like we were the only two humans alive, and I sort of went, oh, and he went f off. I didn't even know what f off meant. Really? He was like, yeah. What in Balinese type? No, in it, Balinese accent, but he said it. He committed to it. He really said it quite loudly. Magical in its way. So, uh, right, That's later funny. on we've got Katie Melly, we're coming in here, we've got Sonic Enigma, we've got Matt's Culture Review, G's gonna do a poem. Should be a lovely little program. So, should we actually listen to the record or do you wanna talk about Can I, you know, uh, someone here says mm. Amber here. from Behind You. Amber apparently. from Behind You. We were talking about children earlier. If you ever had kids, what would you call them? What would you call your children then? Um, I don't know, I'm asking you. Oh, just, ah, oh, right. I think it's Fabrizio, Giacomo, little Italian names like that. It'd be good to have them called things like that. Why? Hey, Fabrizio! Sounds <laughs> funny, doesn't it? Yeah, that's a good reason to call a kid a name. <laughs> it sounds funny. You were gonna call your autobiography your bookie work. I'm gonna, bookie wookie. 
Bookie Wookie. My Bookie Wookie. By Russell. So what would you call your kids? My Kiddy Widdy. <laughs> My Kiddy Widdy. Oh, Kiddy Widdy, you little nit. Stay away from that plug unless you want to play with it, in which case, carry on. I can't stop people doing what they want to do, it's natural law. Yeah, I would call it my kid or Herbert. Herbert's a good name. No, call it Herbert, don't actually christen it Herbert. Herbert? No, Herbert the baby. Alright, Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert the baby. <laughs> Herbert the baby's in there. <laughs> it shat itself. <laughs> I don't know what's out of it, it stinks, love. Go on, we'll have a word with him, will we? I don't know what's wrong, he's crying at that. It's very childish, this person that's crawled out of you. I don't, I don't know what it wants, it's contributing very little to what the message. Call Herbert. it. Herbert the- Herbertina. Herbertina the baby girl, or Kiddywid works for either gender, so that's why that's a very attractive right, don't name. don't ever have children, though. Why? I can have a couple, can't I? No. I want kids, actually. Trev? Now that I'm settling I down. I have children. Why not, Trev? I just don't like them. Oh, they're oh, nice. I'll get them well with them. I think if it was a boy, I'd call him- See, I would like to call someone, like, a boy Kurt, after Kurt Cobain, but then it, he shot himself, so- I don't mean that it's a legacy in- it's cause of his, he had a hard life and he was depressed and everything. Yeah, well then if I called my son Kurt, then he'd, you know, might- Well you think it's a legacy of yeah, you might, potential go, darkness? Why am I called Kurt, Dad? And I'd go, see this bloke, <laughs> he blew his head off. Yeah, don't tell him that bit if he's old enough to cope. Tell him it's about Kurt Valdam, the Nazi. Okay. I've named you after one of my favourite Nazis. You could just as easily have been called Adolf, the baby. You can call a baby anything, that's funny, isn't it? It's funny that, that you've got that sort of power over it. Because in France you have to sort of stick to the Christian names. What do you mean? It has to be Christian, you have to go Pierre or Marcel. You don't celebrate your birthday as such, you celebrate your name day. That's ridiculous! makes people stick to the religious names. Who are these French to come over here telling us what we can and can't call our kids. They but they might, Matt! In France. It might be the next step. Who are these French to swagger across the channel, walking across it, which is an insult to Jesus, get it and undermining what William's done, turn up here and say, right, you call your one Pedro, you call yours <laughs> Pablo, you call yours Gypsy. They ain't got the right to make us name our kids. Let's stamp it out on 640. Let's start a campaign to stop something that's not even happening. And then when it continues, not to happen, we'll claim that we were instigators. Yeah! Um. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no Gallagher's coming on the show with a little bit Is he replied to any messages? Matthew! Why on earth are you throwing eggs at children out of your window? I've had a complaint from the council. No, you haven't. I told you about it. All right. Mm. Either way, we're into the story. Now, what happened? It was about 30 yobbos in a gang. Yobbos? Yeah, with all their hoods up on their little bikes. What do they have? Hoods on their bikes? That's ridiculous. It'll get in the handlebars. Three kids to a bike. Really? Yeah, well, that, at least that's economic. They all get onto one little bike. An that's, undersized that's bike. That's clowns. Oh yeah, they were clowns. <laughs> and was they a got into a lady. car and all the doors fell off. They should have checked before they left And then one of them the went in the washing machine and came out a midget. <laughs> That's yobs, isn't it? One That's of them, the yobs. I went out there and they threw a bucket over me, but it was just glitter. Glitter, nice, really. Oh, you guys, I was terrified, but it turns out it's No, glitter. they were a terrifying gang of yobos. Say what they, they were saying. saying what do you mean? Well, what were they doing that give you- Well, they were quite were far you? down. I was up on my, in my flat and they kept doing the buzzer, right? And I was trying to sleep. It was in the evening before doing I- Doing the buzzer? Out. You sound like it's like the jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> the new cra- the new dance sensation. The buzzer. And here's the buzzer dancers. A doo doo bop buzz buzz buzz. All dressed up like bees. That's how I'd imagine it. Oh. <laughs> no, they were pressing the buzzer. Right. <laughs> Like that. So, <laughs> first time I went home. Is that home. what you do when you hear the buzzer? Because yeah. it actually, I've heard this buzzer, it goes ding dong, but then Matt goes meh. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate that. 
He's interactive. No, I've got a guest. Yeah. Me, me. <laughs> Get a tray of biscuits. Get me. me. Uh, no thanks, I'll leave those. Um, yeah. no, they kept, uh, buzzing and the first time I went, hello, hello, and I could just hear, like, a gang of, like, laughter. Gang like, of laughter. Gang of laughter. Is that the collective noun for laughs? laughs? Yeah, okay. A gang, gang of, of laughter. So I went and looked off my balcony and I saw them all down and thought, Rotty kids. <laughs> there was a load of them, and it was like to the point where I thought, oh god, I've got to go out later, and if they're all standing there, I've got to walk through them. Mm. And I'll have to do it in a big macho way, and one of them will say something, and I'll have to front up to him. Oh. So anyway, this all ended in me throwing an egg at them. <laughs> you childish twit. What did you do? Uh, what was the process? It did you solve the problem? So yeah. hold on, you like, you saw, you're looking down, there's some yobs, yeah. and then there must be a moment when you think, doing the I'll throw an egg at them. I'm not going to pick up the thing and go, give them a satisfaction. What a normal adult would do is go, excuse me. I've had enough of this. Yeah, exactly, and they'd like, it would just that encourages egg, it. Egg it on if you excuse them. I will not excuse <laughs> no, it. I don't excuse it. It was terrible. Go on. So then and you then thought I'll scurry so downstairs thought, oh, like a rat. No, I just went and got two eggs from the fridge. Went up to my balcony. Did you have? An, were you adrenalised when you done yeah, that? Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, I was. Mm. I was adrenalised. Were you? Um, were you oh, I was so angry. Well, I went up there. And on. It was one of them. Was like trying to break off the road sign. Oh. Right, and I just thought, right, hello, you're getting an egg. Put an <laughs> egg at him. And then what was funny was, they couldn't tell where it had come from, because none of the windows had opened, and my balcony was right around the back. I'd thrown mm. it quite far to get him, yeah. and it smashed. It? it created a culture of magical, like, it was, was like this magic moment. None of them could work out where this egg had come from. Then more yobs came, they're going, an egg just came down here. <laughs> like in that. the future, they make yobs will worship the egg. I reckon that, uh, it, they probably thought it was like celebrity squares. And like they sort of think, oh, someone emerged out of a door, threw an egg, and went away. Who was it? It was Lenny Bennett. <laughs> you know, like, so right, the egg smashed an impact, and they went. Didn't out. hit the kid, but it was pretty close. Right, pretty, and, and pretty thought, oh, Don't God. talk about it like it's Vietnam. He, all his eyes glazed <laughs> over. Then it didn't hit the kid, but it was pretty close. I saw some terrible <laughs> things over there. It's only an egg smashing. Yeah, I know, but it, actually, because it's a sort of yobbish thing to do, back to them. Yeah, it, it, it was. It, in, they understood the yob code, it, and then they sort of all went off because they thought, I don't want to get an egg on me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what yobs think. You're not a yob psychic. I won that. Do you think you won that? I did tip a bag of rubbish over our step, though. Oh, now then. But who cares? Because it's untidy. You live in Archway up. in North London. It's untidy there anyway. Yeah, Probably didn't make that much dump. difference. Ghastly place. Anyway, so I won that. You did win that. Well done. I'm very happy that you've done that. Right, so mm, let's listen to something. Then we'll we listen to Rosillo's. No, Eagles of Death Metal. Oh, the Eagles of Death Metal. Isn't well, their name a bit misleading? Because they're not Death Metal. Yeah. I know, yeah. Why do they call themselves that? Know. So have a listen, and we'll work out by the end of the song. All sorts of great things coming up, Sonic Enigma. You can join in, tell us about your magic moments. I've left them on the desk or something, I'll, really, I'll go and get them All sorts the desk. of great things, the Sonic Enigma. All sorts of great things are coming up. Sonic Enigma, Matt's cultural review. It's terrible. It was what? actually a good one last week. And was we, it? We ripped old Trev. Well, the winners are here. Amy is here with her friends. They'll be coming in a minute. G's here with his poem. Luke, friend of the show. Luke's actually come in here. Hello, Luke. He's a lovely little lad. He's only 17. Matt, you think that you were going to beat him up, you horrible little I twit? I was. I was you nearly thrown an egg at him. <laughs> you go, I'm going to beat him up because he said something about Matt's a nerd or something. I go, he's 17 years old, you silly sod. I didn't realise. And anyway, I was only joking. <laughs> But what would be better than two men in a car park fighting? Well, a man attacking a 17-year-old. <laughs> Although he does look already. Um, okay, Luke's gonna come in a bit, we'll have a little chat with him, bless his heart. Noel Gallagher's supposed to be turning up, I've rang him. Katie Melia is coming in because of Trev's fetishizer. If neither of these famous people turn up, it doesn't make any difference. Right Don't make no difference. Famous really people, normal people, who cares? Life's just a load of old rubbish. One day we'll be dust.
He always says that. Well, I do say it's, it's true. juvenile. It ain't juvenile. If you press Russell and if things start not going his way, he'll go, oh, I don't care because I'm going to be dead in six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to say to my mum. I wish I was dead. I wish I'd never been born. I'm gonna kill myself. I don't say I wish I'd never been born because I have done some very good stand-up comedy. But I might very well be dead in a few months. You don't know. You don't know. I'm gonna hold my breath till I die. That's I might. Sort of mentality. I think it'll be a bit more glamorous when I die. Now, come on. Let's listen to what we listen to. Eagles of Death Metal. Then we'll let's no, quiz what we Luke. Listen to. We'll all be dead soon, won't we? Mate? Well, there's no point. Eagles of Dead Russell. Let's have a little listen. <laughs> Them's the Eagles of Death Metal. That's Cherry Cola. They're on about. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. Trevor's chewing his microphone. The poor sod. You all right, Matt? Yes. So uh, this is Tara. She goes. I'm enjoying listening to your show this morning. I know you mentioned the Church of Brand last week. That's um, some girls have started up a church for me. I would like to suggest making Matt King. I think he has a refined regal quality and the perfect voice for King's speech. He could also make Britain a satanic state. This would be a magical moment for me," said Tara. I don't think you'd be a good I monarch, Matt. She's wise. She's not wise. She's not sage. She's seen me as regal, and that's fine. Don't look at you all full of yourself, sat there like King Rollo now, all puffed out your chest. I am. You're a ridiculous <laughs> character. I could be a king. You Hang can. on a minute. Am I a king in support of your church? Exactly. I'm like a big bloody great god, and you're just a king. But I'd be the Henry the Eighth, and I'd, I'd. What? You'd dissolute my I'd... monasteries? Yeah, I would. You dissolve my monasteries, what I I'll set up. You'll leave my bleeding monasteries alone, mates. Let me tell you, them monasteries is good. Adam goes, uh, not you, Adam, our producer, who turned around horrified. <laughs> By the way, I bellowed Adam. Adam, Adam no. you've broke the microphone. <laughs> Russell, I would like to know what your views are on the emancipation of serfdom in late 19th century Russia. Do you think the peasants were better off economically under that system or the communist rule of Stalin? Well, I mean, I think initially after the October uprisings, people seemed a bit cheery and that, and it probably good sense of togetherness and probably thought, this is good, they all, everything's a bit industrialised now and I don't have to just live in a field and that all oppressed and I've got rights. But then, went all horrible, didn't it, Trev? Yeah, definitely, you've got the wrong century, but yeah. What do you mean? The, the, oh, the emancipation of oh, no, it goes late nineteenth century, and then it went off. Like this is like the progression of Russia between oh, the period. Look, it mentions Stalin at the end of it. Okay. So it's, it's you're comparing. Would it be better off to be a serf in some sort of feudal system, or would you rather be in communist Stalinist? Be a serf and Why? Feudal system. Why? You know your place. You, you get your food. Everything's normal. Communism was rubbish. It killed Russia. Communism, didn't it? Did so it? Russia I ended in 1917. I lost a lot of the imagery. It's a big place. It's, it's too hard to uphold something like that in a, such a big place. You could have a communist little village, though. All right then. Perhaps we will start a communist little village. I don't want to be in a communist. You're coming to that communist village, young man, and you'll be bloody grateful that I took you. It wouldn't be very communist if you're in charge of it, would it? Yes. It'll be very communist. <laughs> Everyone will be allowed to do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Russell and his fellow- oh, this is aggressive. Russell and his fellow- well, it says this, like, so it's not my view. Russell and his fellow retards. That's saying we're all retards. Now, that's wrong in a number of reasons. You're not allowed to say that. It's not politically correct. So, Jamie Hunter, uh, jamie.hunter at ntlworld.com. Saying retards is bad, isn't What's it? What's his email address again? <laughs> jamie.hunter at ntlworld.com who thinks that saying the word retards- ntlworld.com? ntlworld.com, jamie.hunter at ntlworld.com. spam emails. <laughs> 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 oh, for people flooded in with emails. Uh, but mind you, I think you might be alright. 
Russell needs to say... idiot. <laughs> no, but he's wrong to say that thing read about retards. Read, the read out first. the email before, before you read it out on air. We... The moment that defined my life was when Phil Mitchell was gunned down in EastEnders and when the hitman was nowhere to be seen, Phil Mitchell clambered up and goes, I know who you are, in that stupid gravelly voice. Love, Jamie. I know who you are. I know who you are. Oh, hang on, so he was quite nice and he sent love at the end, so nobody emailed him. Don't email him. Actually, he didn't, though, he didn't say love. He didn't say love. He didn't say love. He didn't say love. Why did he send that in? I don't know, he just wanted to, I suppose. Well, why not email him yourself and ask him? Dear, <laughs> email him yourself and find out. It's a new item, it's called Quiz Jamie, in which people quiz Jamie. Hey, Russ, Trevor and Matt, can I win the Sonic Enigma? I come from Manchester, so it'd be convenient. Yeah. Daniel from Manchester. Okay. <laughs> Try and win it. Trev, do it now. Go on, then do a Sonic Daniel's Enigma. Daniel's won it. Do, do it first. I'm not, what do you mean, do it? He's do a Sonic Enigma. I've done it. Oh, he's done it. It's a pre-recorded one. Do that now, don't Or aren't we going to switch the cultural review round? Matt, do a cultural review then. No. I can't. What are you? What a belligerent little swine you you've point become. Point your pen at me and go, Matt, do a cultural review. Do it. Review culture. Review it. Do you want me to do it now? Yeah, review culture. We're reversing the order because Matt's culture review gets shunted towards the end. He's hurt about it. He goes, well, but can my cultural review be earlier in the show? Because, yo, buddy, listen, see what I feel about culture. <laughs> Matt, I've got that. some really interesting views on it. Go on, then. What do you think about culture this week? Right, I'll do a jingle. Trev, join in. Matt's cultural review. Yeah. Oh, oh, I could have done a rap, but I'll just write in the mood. Culture review by old Matt, where he just says something he's done anyway and claims it's a cultural review. Yeah, well, that's changing when I go speed dating next week. That's not culture. That is that you. is culture, you fool. It's you try to pick up birds. Right, this is my cultural view. If you have it off with anyone from that speed dating, I will broadcast it to the nation. Well, I won't tell you, will I? Right, I'm going to have someone follow you. It only costs fifty quid. We're going together. For, uh, both of you. That's two fifty quid. You're an idiot for letting people know because now what? we are not anonymous. There, someone might know. We don't know what speed dating. You will be anonymous. They're just thinking on a couple of normal perverts that go speed. Dating. It ain't speed dating anyway, it's lock and key party. Yeah. Lock and and there's actually, one. it's lock and key party. You're just jealous. That's a You're better class of you lonely person. If you turned up, no one would go to you, oh, hello, and what do you do? They'd go, oh, it's you, out of the newspapers. <laughs> dirty little dinklemeister. <laughs> I would be welcomed like a conquering hero. Like when Robin Hood come back from the Crusades if yeah, I went it's... speed dating. Well, go, Padlock? No, I haven't got one actually. No, um, I'm just a cleaner. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my... Here's my key. You'd have to have a huge, big, golden key. I'd have a big gold key like the mayor of speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, you slot. Well, this is my cultural review now. Well, go on, in, review it. Well, shut up then. I'd like to hear you review right, culture. I went. I thought uh, something wrong with my heart. <laughs> I do say wrong with it. It's made out of granite. You cold-eyed little prat. Right, and, uh, it kept doing funny things. It kept like it had arrhythmia. It kept beating out of time. It, it was doing weird things. You are a hypochondriac. Every I know week this he's now. got a different illness. I it's told boring. Russell about it. He goes, "No, you're right. You're right. Go and see my doctor." Right on Harley Street. I've been to her once before. He told me it was eighty quid to go and see her. Right, which is all right. I thought well, that's a lot of money, but I'll get this sorted out. <sighs> when I got there, right. Yeah. She said to me, I told her about it, and she basically now, looking back, her eyes lit up with pound signs. <laughs> she said to me, well, if you're worried about your heart, she goes, there's nothing wrong with it probably, but why don't you do a ECG? Which um, is what the Russian done in Rocky Four, where he runs along with all them pads on. cardiograph. 
So, no, I think people know it as Rocky Four, Matt, <laughs> where you run along and you're training and Rocky is just yeah. doing it in the snow. The doctor said to me, and he I still got an won. idea. I got it from Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Rocky Four and I got all the kit. <laughs> so I saw Rocky Four and I was inspired to buy this machine. There's no easy way out, so there's no shortcut home. Giving in can be wrong. Now, a lot of people use a method where they chop up logs and run in the snow, but I insist. <laughs> <laughs> that we put these pads on you and register your running and yeah. that. And then she compares my results to Rocky Fours <laughs> and says, you're fitter than Rocky Four. Rocky Four, compared to you, is a blundering imbecile what can hardly speak, whereas you are an inhumane sort of robot man. No, anyway, right, so I had to run on this thing and because I'm young and fit, it took ages <laughs> to get up to the heart rate where your heart's really... Because I'm young and fit? Well, I am. You swaggering Lefario. Well, let's see the results, mate. They might as well have given me a special certificate and a badge. Matthew, I've seen those results, and if those r results were added to me by some wheezing geriatric, I'd go, bloody <laughs> hell, mate, give up the fags. <laughs> I don't smoke. Anyway, right, so she gave me an ECG, and then she said, oh, do you want to do a blood test as well for, um, in case, because I... What? In case what? Well, no. Why?ゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じゃあ、じ
That weren't cultural review, that's just a man going on about the doctor. Stop going in. In conclusion. So in, in conclusion, if you're, maybe you're gonna go to an NHS doctor and you might have to wait two days yeah. and you have to sit in a waiting room, you don't get given a cup of tea. And you might get cough. MRSA or whatever that thing you is. You might get MRSA, but basically, do that. Don't go private, don't go to posh doctors. It's a rip-off. Russell doesn't even realise this because he thinks it's 80 quid a go. It's 150 quid just to walk through the door, mate. Is so it? You're getting ripped off. It don't matter, does you it? You really? go down Sorry, there, money. You go down there about four times a week. I like it down there. It's a nice atmosphere. You, you know get how a much you're paying for it, though. No, she's laughing. What? She's laughing at me, at me, a comedian? Yeah. I won't stand for it. We'll march in there, kick her windows in. You've got nothing wrong with you. You keep going down there just for a chat. It's costing you a lot of money. Hmm, it's a good point you're making, Matt. I've learned something from your culture of you, and that is that you are a waste of everyone's time <laughs> and money. Shut up. <laughs> you are, though. I'm chat going on about things. So, alright. My but mum's, week, my mum's gone and seen a film. She'll do a cultural review. Well, uh, that was a cultural review. It's the culture of, uh, you know, doctors paying for healthcare, which we shouldn't have to do. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Good cultural review. We can back reference it over the course of the show. And next week, I'll be talking about a lock and key party, which I attended with Trevor. You are not going to the lock and key party. I'm sending detectives. You're just jealous. I'm not jealous. I've got a girlfriend. I'm very happy in my new settled life. No, I don't mean of that. Just because of the anonymity which we can enjoy. It is a bit weird. All this now that I'm a bit famous. It's strange. I must say, but who cares? It's all right. I suppose if you went to another country, you'd be all right. Yeah, what other country though? Australia. I wouldn't like it there. I'd go America. there. Oh, what Australia? Oh, Australia. Oh, I fell out of a boat. Oh, I had a girlfriend. I had poles. One of them burst. Oh Christ, Australia! <laughs> I ate it there. <laughs> Who's that impression of? I didn't have piles anyway, I had a perianal hematoma. Who <laughs> 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 knows that impressions of him? And also, Russell's got a pile now, so have that. I've not got a pile now. If you want to see my rectum, it's in the most glorious me. shape. You told me you had a pile. I was like, Matthew, I was trying to make conversation. We were having an awkward <laughs> moment. I was, if Matthew was going listing all these various ailments, uh, trying to get down the doctors to spend another grand because he coughed once. Anyway, you've got asthma. No, I've got temporary asthma. Wheezing little weakling. <laughs> <laughs> I had asthma as a kid, and because I had a cold, she said, "Oh, you should take an asthma inhaler." Didn't but she said, "You're you don't, you've only got you've got allergic asthma." Look, put a record right. on you lunatics, and then we'll do Trevor's sort of. Because you've got a pile. I ain't got a pile. That's why you have to do the show standing up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got piles. I've got a really nice little bumhole. Uh, it's lovely. It's not. It's nice. Do you want me to- I'll get it out. I don't want to see Well, it, don't drag you. this show into the gutter, then. Are you trying to say I'm a wheezing little asthmatic? You are wheezing. Okay, we've got- It's like doing a radio show with John Merrick. <laughs> oh, your cultural review is very kind of you. Okay, coming up is a bit of the old news booze. The news booze. What's been going on in the world? News booze. News booze. Should we right. try and get another yeah, word? Yeah, that's because Catherine's what doing word? it. I'm got to be easy. I like this, Catherine. I'll right, a well. word that can go into the news. Uh, no, I know. Nuclear attack. <laughs> <laughs> the Queen has recently died. Russell, you can't say that. No, 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 that was a joke, that was a joke. The you joke. can't say that. Well, what, you can't say that? Well, imagine she does now. Well, she will one day die. It's not my fault, is it? I'm just a bloke in a radio studio mucking about. I'm not being held responsible for the death of people that just die anyway. Now, um, I've got an idea. Right, what is the word? You've got to say eels? No, that's too hard. Um, it's got to be like monkey because it. Because she like can monkey say that little monkeys. Little monkeys um, yeah. She could say, um, "Come on, you think of something. You're meant to be a comedy writer." Um, Trevor, you think of something. Badger, badger, badger. Oh, yeah, cause you no, can use it as a verb. She can use yeah. it as a verb badger. or something. Come on, Catherine. Oh, that's quite difficult, though. 
who have been they've been badgering them for several months They're now to pay for that earthquake. It's too easy, surely. No, it's good. No, it's It'll easy, be exciting. Imagine the moment when we hear badger. We will be as gods, I tell you. Gods on earth. Not gods, but Englishmen, which is the next best thing, as they say in Rudyard Kipling's The Man Who Would Be King. So, uh, yeah, after that, let's talk about poetry and stuff. Let's elevate people. We're in a position where we could talk about whatever we want. And what do we talk about? Piles that I haven't got. Asthma that you <laughs> wish you had. Trevor, what's wrong with you? Trevor comes in here. Dressed like a, a sort of a male version of a bag lady. <laughs> right, so let's, uh, let's listen what, a to- A bag man. A bag man, but that sounds too much like Batman and gives him an, an enigmatic air. No, 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 bag man. That's Trevor. So, okay, let's listen to the news of poos, the news of poos with lovely sex of Catherine. Next thing we hear is gonna be, there'll be that, here is the news, then it'll be sexy Catherine. A badger, earthquake. <laughs> An earthquake war. is badgering people. Let's hope there's not tragic news to begin the broadcast. The Middle East problem is still badgering everyone. <laughs> okay, here we go. There's been a murder. Badger, it's a terrible business. <laughs> it's really bad. Badger. <laughs> Okay. okay. News Oh my god! If that weren't death in Vegas hands around my front, that's really funny because Matt goes like the competition winners are in here. Hello, competition winners. You won Sonic Enigma. You're right. Go close to that mic, you cowards. Oh, they're only, they're only uh, there's a really lovely moment then when I was like making placating and making them feel all at home. I was like going, all right, okay. He's cuddling. Speak around the mic, cuddling up at them, and there was 15 seconds left on death in Vegas, and I went 15, and I ran over to the mic thinking 15 seconds, and he went, no, they're probably. Probably about 15 to stop <laughs> cuddling them. I was cuddling them in an avuncular, friendly way. I'm in a relationship with someone, a new secret. Right, so, um, <laughs> now listen then, the competition winners, well done, Sonic Enigma winners. How, Amy, get your little gobby wob right. near that mic. How did, how did you work out the Sonic Enigma? I thought it was a very easy one. I've never got one before. What was, was it? Easy one. It was Beck. Oh, Beck. Oh, his dead. cell phone's dead. Yep, oh, well yeah. done for getting that. Are you confident you'll better get this one right, even though you can't say it on air, because it'll give away no. the clues? Are you confident you can get it right again? Uh, no. Get your face near there. Stop being Sorry. frightened of it. Why don't we give the young lady a chair. <laughs> we should actually. She's craning down. To you that are height. craning down. You look all hunched. You've lost all your well, dignity, Russell, you've Amy. Got no chairs behind you, like. Them chairs are for my jumpers. <laughs> what would you yes, have me do? Put my not... jumpers on the floor <laughs> so Trevor could pick them up and wear them, he's thinking they're a dog's bed. I did a load of chairs behind him. I like them chairs being there. They're a flock anyway for chairs. You daft sausage. You that. I do know things. Like young Luke's here, come here sunshine. Now, you, you, Luke, you probably get more emails read out than anybody else on this radio show. Yeah. How old are you, Luke? Seventeen. You're quite cocky, aren't you? Average. <laughs> average? Oh, cockiness. His cockiness is average, but I suppose in a room that's got a man called Cocky Locky in it, one might feel intimidated about their own cockiness and, being t and want to be modest about it. So, uh, Luke, <laughs> he's just swaggered in here a minute ago, Matt, going, he goes, I assumed Matt's cultural review would be rubbish, so I bought my own cultural review. Oh, Do you have to read it out? I was just... Because you read it out. What, is it written? Right. Go on, and read yeah, it out now, on, Luke. Let's it. see what you've achieved, you daft little 17 year Is it broadcastable? Are you gonna do a little jingle for me? Alright then. <laughs> Cocky! <laughs> What's a jingle? Mouthy! Yeah. Well, you're famous yeah. when I'm older. Are you? What, yeah. what for? Are you gonna murder someone? <laughs> Not again. <laughs> um, Right, do you want a jingle? Right, let's do it. Luke's cultural review, yeah. He's an arrogant 17 year old pig when he's not here, he's at home fiddling with himself or glue sniffing. Life and the viciousness of existence will torture that out of him. It will torture that joy out of you, young man. Right, coming in. Oh, great Yarmouth. Look, he's got it all written out in his school book. He's so lovely. Is that where you're from? <laughs> no. Oh, right. Go I on, just in, he's. Let no one know, 
You went on holiday, great yarn. Bless him, I used to go market and that. Come on then, read it out. Alright, during the holiday, went to this Amazon zoo thing. Had a staring contest with an alligator. You had a staring contest with an yeah. alligator? I won. It blinked eventually. Why they, hold on, but the alligator didn't know the rules. Don't forget got eyelids. <laughs> well, it, it gives it that excuse, but you know, And they haven't got eyelids, yeah. Dog eat a dog in a zoo, probably. That's a um, terrible- if, if a dog did eat a dog in a zoo, that zoo would be closed down. Now come on, carry on with your cultural review. In the same zoo, it did get quite boring, and there was loads of tortoises knocking about. They weren't doing much, and like, it was a five to get in. Five to get into a zoo seems reasonable. So you see, Matt, like little details like that really make a cultural <laughs> review. <laughs> what he's not done yeah. is coming and go, I've gone to the doctors, I've got asthma, I'm worried about having STDs. <laughs> Thinking you're trying to pass I've cholesterol no from STD. Well, you know, stick around. Yeah, so you got to build it up, and they weren't doing anything, so me and brother and sister just spat on them. You spat on tortoises? Yeah. How old are your brother and sister? <laughs> They're younger than me, so I should be setting a better example. You misled your brother and sister into spitting her tortoises? Yeah, they didn't really do anything after that, so it's a bit pointless. It's really <laughs> silly to spit on tortoises. What did you think they'd do? Go and complain to the park keeper? <laughs> <laughs> We've been spat on. Now look, I don't mind being imprisoned here in a zoo, I understand how your culture works, but to be spat on by a loud, it's, it's a bridge too far. Silly yeah, boy. um, couldn't really move for ambulances. I don't know why. There was loads of them knocking about. Probably because they knew you revengeful, were there. Revengeful tortoises, maybe getting their back on our humans. I don't see <laughs> the tortoises being complex enough to understand a concept such as love Ooh, vendetta. They're quite wise. The idea of revenge. They've right? got a lot of wrinkles. That doesn't there necessarily mean wisdom. Look at your own ball bag. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Right, right, go on then. Ninja Culture yeah. Review, you well, little twit. Well, that can be the end now, because I... <laughs> oh, oh, Luke's Culture Review, shout out! Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Luke, he's 17, he's swaggered in here and done a culture review, so if you're gonna be famous when you're older, probably as some sort of... Uh, for being on some sort of register. Russell and gang, I went to a rock festival in Hong Kong yesterday, featuring Japanese metal band Electric Eel Shock last year. The drummer played naked and nearly got arrested. Should musicians be allowed to perform naked to enhance their act? Should they? Yes. Should they? Why would it enhance Act. Perhaps, I don't know, it is something Unless to look at. Really Unless they're really good looking. Abdomens. Abdomens. Look at their abdomens. <laughs> they're not insects. I'm gonna look below that, mate. Woo! doing it wrong all this time. Mucky business. Ian Brown is playing a few hours, no doubt, wearing a dodgy tracksuit. Did you ever go for a tracksuit phase on drugs or not? Mmm, that's from Dom in Hong Kong. Alright, Dom in Hong Kong. I like mm. saying that. Dom in Hong Kong, Dom in Hong Kong. So, Dom um... Strong. Dom in Hong Kong, Dom in Hong Kong. Don't think so. You're all Jimmy Savilled up with all your jewellery. I practice. would like to be Jimmy Savilled up thinking about it. Why not dress up as Jimmy Savile? I might look really nice. Right, so time now for Sonic Enigmas, ain't it? Yes. Trevor, are you, have you made a Sonic Enigma this yeah, week? Yeah, I've done a Sonic Enigma. Yeah. Well, right, let's describe for people that might be listening to our show for the first time. I know there's someone in Washington DC listening who's yeah. originally, yeah, they're originally the president. From Yes, uh, El Presidente oh, himself. Oh, Bushy boys, listen. We changed the news, they said Badger on the news. What oh, were we yeah, doing? Yeah. Not mentioning that. Catherine said Badger oh, on the news. You cannot go out with Catherine. First. None of you have got a chance with Catherine. Room, so that means more. That, that, what do you mean? Yeah, That's not going on fair. You're not Serrano the Bergerac. This ain't all romantic and lovely. You're just a pervert. You probably try and get her to go on speed dating with you. You stay away from that news Why reading. Would I go don't on a date poison to speed dating. her. Because you, you idiot. You don't understand the concept of speed you don't, dating. Clearly. You probably think it's a date where you take amphetamines, you little jabbering jerk. No. Now, I'll tell you what. Why don't we love Catherine, all of us together? Oh, no, I'm, I love her. Love her in a, uh, You've been going about having a girlfriend and being I've got a girlfriend, I'm really happy. Look, oh. shut up there, you teenage twerp. Right, so, um, I think- I'm a teenage twerp. He'll grow up all wrong. <laughs> He's grown up all wrong, it's too late now. 
Look at him, he's already spent his time gobbing on tortoises in a zoo. What's the, what's the future hold for such a young man? That's how Fred West started. Now, Catherine, it's amazing that she said badger during the news. Now I love amazing. her. Yeah. As in a I love her in a platonic way because I'm happy in my relationship and all I that kind of thing. I love her in a very real romantic sense. Matthew, you're incapable of romantic love because you're too self-involved. Trevor, Not what kind of feelings romantic. do you feel? Respect. Enormous respect for her. Enormous respect. <laughs> enormous respect. Yes. Enormous, yeah. enormous. She's not David Dimbleby, although, well, I know. She's a bit like David Dimbleby. She is a bit yeah. like she David Dimbleby. Like she she's could be. Very she's a good broadcaster. What's her surname? Catherine what, Adam? Cracknell. Catherine Cracknell, Cracknell from the news pool. She said quit. badger she and monkeys. In there, so she must have quickly scribbled it up. She's clever, isn't she? Journalism at its best. We'll get her to say some other- have we got one more news broadcast before the end of the show? Well, I think, I think we should test her skills. This yeah, time. this time, swastika. Good luck. She could get that in because of Croatian fans forming a swastika. Uh, that's it's good, but it's not a bad attempt, Luke. This is the kind of areas we want Catherine Cracknell being brought into. Tough. What do you want to say? Igloo. Igloo. No, we don't make it impossible, do we? Because then she no, won't she do can't it. Say that. Imagine how crushing it'll be if she doesn't do it. Both, you know, capable you know, of being used as birds and nouns. Well, it's a thematically, it should be an no, animal. No, I think, I think it should be. Badger. I think it shouldn't be an animal. I think it should be something else than an animal. All right, we'll think about it during Vegetable? the song. Alphabet Trevor. spaghetti. Spaghetti. Alphabet spaghetti. spaghetti. So, oh, and the bodies were sprayed on the floor like alphabet spaghetti. <laughs> it would sound horrible. Cocky, lucky. Tell people what the Sonic Enigma is. Um, it is. Um, it's, it's White Town by White Town. No, take the concept. Oh, I see. It's um, basically what you have to do is listen to a soundscape that I've created. Yes, and then that will give you a clue as to the name of a song by a band or a popular singer. That cannot be hard, unless it of course it hard. first goes through the mind of an imbecile. <laughs> Let's have, a, have you made a jingle, Trev? I have yep. made a, a jingle. Yes. Let's hear Trev's jingle. Can't hear it in studio, of course. What's that? It's quite a good trip. Best oh, one. Yeah. I don't think it's the best one. Well, what was the best the, one? The, 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 the Bjork one. The, no, the ethereal one. No, if someone pays him a compliment, he goes, well, actually, you're wrong, because <laughs> I was better once before. I don't need your compliments, I just like to be accurate, you know. No, no I think that was better, he had it more groovy. Then, 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 that haunting one was... That haunting one unsettled me, it made me think what Trevor, well, wonder what Trevor does when he's on his own. So, um, okay, so that is the jingle for it, let's listen to the Sonic Enigma itself. See if you can unravel what song this might be by listening to it. Why don't you lie down and tell me all about it, Mr. Locke? Well, it's my romantic history, you see, it's been a complete disaster. Well, uh, tell me about it. Well, my last girlfriend was a complete bitch, and the one before that, she was a dog, and the one before that, an absolute cow, and before that, well, she was a pig, and, uh, before that, well, she was a fox, to be honest, and who are you seeing now? Oh, Andy, well, he's a little bunny rabbit. Yes, I met him in Pick Me Up magazine. His ad was just so charming. Right. Wow. Now then, so Trevor, you're drawing together, but there's a back reference to last week's episode where there was Andy the Rabbit from Pick Me Up magazine where, you know, like you see adverts on the telly going, oh, will you uh, adopt this dog? And he goes, oh, hello, I'm Barney the dog. Perhaps you'll adopt me. It is anthropomorphi- anthropomorphology to make you want to pet a bit more. In Pick Me Up magazine, they've sexualised the rabbit to make you want to adopt it. Any person that's adopting a rabbit because they think it's sexy, yeah. you don't want looking after the rabbit, do you, not really? Not at all, not at all. 
So, Trev, you've mentioned that and then you've mentioned a series of girl- you're talking to a doctor or psychiatrist to whom you're complaining about a series of girlfriends being like various kinds of animals. Not so that's necessarily that is girlfriends, but yeah. Partners or yeah. something. Yeah. Right, okay, so that is- seems to be the situation. If you can work that out, text us on 64046 or email russell.6music at Your prize will be to come and join us in Manchester where we'll be doing the show from next week where Matt will be reviewing an exhibition of Morrissey photographs where Trevor Locke will do a Sonic Enigma probably from Joy Division. Well, Manchester film the old show, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Shall we? Manchester, so much to answer for. We'll entitle, we'll in, uh, entitle this, this whole show. Right, okay then, so if you know that Sonic Enigma, why not bloody well tell us about it. <laughs> We're talking about magical moments. This is from Eone. I had a magical episode at the age of ten, it marked me out for life. I was babysitting the local vicar's child. At one point the child ran into the vicar's bedroom. I like the way that the child's never given a name or anything. The child, as if it's a chosen one. The child ran into the vicar's bedroom. I followed to retrieve the out-of-control toddler when my eye caught sight of a bookshelf shelf by the bed. The shelf was loaded with the most outrageous porn, including books, magazines and sex objects that defy description. I went and spent the rest of the day in there investigating. My day- my life was changed from that day onwards. Take care, good luck with the tour, Eon. Hmm, vicar, eh? All involved in sex, was he? Interesting. But if you are a vicar and you've got a lot of sex toys, put them in the cabinet or something, eh? Okay? Don't yeah. you think? Don't just leave them lying about. According to the papers, you have a drawer. I ain't got a drawer full of sex you objects. No, it's made up. Why do they lie? Why do they Why? lie? What's that thing about talking to vicars? Which we are. The paper, so Saying I've been ordained as a vicar. And that he marries people. I ain't been ordained as a vicar. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Why say that? Why? Why not say I'm an explorer and I'm off the Serengeti and I'm going on a cart made of lolly sticks? Just put that in the news. Lolly sticks would be a good word to hear in the news. That's I'd love to hard. hear lolly sticks. Very difficult. Clock maybe. parts! Difficult. <laughs> Cock parts! Orphan! Um, no, cause that's tragic. Uh, alright, we'll think about it later. Let's say, what are we gonna listen to now? Uh, a trail. A trail in CSS? Yeah. A la la. A la la. A la la. But let's first a little bit of a trail, then we'll get back to Sonic Enigma. No, Gallagher don't seem to be turning up, does he? Where is he? Where is he? He's gonna be bringing me a toy Rolls Royce. You've got a gift for Noel Gallagher. Luke's bought a gift for him. You've let a teenager down now. He's bought a gift right. Let's ransack um, Luke's gifts and then while we're listening to CSS and that. Right. Well, I wasn't sexual, you pervert Morgan. I saw your little eyes light up. It was a ransack his virginity. Uh, my eyebrows went up. My eyes didn't light up. Mate. They lit up, mate. They lit up. Went, oh. Oh, ransack him. Oh, I'll like crash his back doors in. Oh. Come on, put CSS That's on. Right. That's a good euphemism. Dirty little devil. You dirty. CSS, oh la la, oh la la, I like that. You don't like it, do you, Matt? It's alright. I think they're good. We're doing that magic moment on the sex music. I'm called Russell, he's called Trevor, he's called Matt. And some the Sonic Enigma winners standing over here like a bleeding school photograph of them. <laughs> what you doing, you mob, sat there? How old are you lot? Twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a crane miles to say that. Twenty-one, well really done, though. twenty-one? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Matthew, don't inquire as if you're trying to have it off with one of them. <laughs> I thought they were younger, but now. No. <laughs> the gloves are off. A Amy's how old are you? Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> you're my sister, you should know. How old are you, Nick? Are your sisters? I'm twenty. Yeah. Nick's twenty. Are they all grown ups, aren't they? Go on, Matt, let them have it. Go, <laughs> go for it. Sling, kick your trousers in the corner and run at them. Like the wild man you are. Run at them with your shirt still on, muscles bulging. Trevor, go on, get involved, a pair of woofters. 
I can't. <laughs> yeah, listen. Right, this is from Larry. One Larry. of my best. Larry. I'd love to be called Larry. I would. I Good name for a kid. Larry the child. Larry the baby. <laughs> Larry the baby. All right. Uh, where's that baby we got, Larry? Now. Lau. Lau! You alright, mate? Oh, oh, he shat himself. Oh, Larry! Can't say that. Uh, can, I think, because it's the past of the verb and I don't think that's bad. One of my best moments, says old Larry, goes, uh, was when I was out shopping, well, walking with my wife round the shops, my three-year-old son stuck his nose in my wife's crutch, took a deep breath and shouted at the top of his voice, Mummy, your front smells of pooey! <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we were standing in a queue to pay and just at that moment the cashier pressed the tannoy speaker and my son's observation was broadcast right across the store. Amazing. Do you think that's true? No. <laughs> nah, let's investigate. Larry, you liar. Your real name, Larry. Ian Langham. He says Ian Langham. Ian.Langham right. at talk21.com. Don't keep doing that. No one minds. It's only an email. Even if someone sent a picture of a dead body, it wouldn't bother you that much. Just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. Alright, don't send Larry no dead bodies. You don't like it. What if I read it at your email address? Send it. I ain't bothered. You don't care. No, don't because uh, cause then it'll be all clogged up. Yeah. It's yeah. already all clogged up. With Fault bunks. of the day. Thoughtful of that. <laughs> 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 My dad sends a thought for a day, he still sends it even though we don't talk to each other. I don't other think anymore. he actually sends it, mate. You, you but if it happens automatically, yes. yes. Stop automatically sending me a thought for a day. <laughs> <laughs> he sends this thought for a day thing, we're out of contacts because he spoke to the papers. Justice Mo yeah, this is from Mrs. W. Mrs. This is good. This person sends a letters, emails from Mrs. Wilkinson. That's good, isn't it? Because it's official. I like that. Why is that not? Why would it? Because well, people normally, you know, stand or they say, "Oh, Helter Skelter" or "Bobby oh, yeah, Scratcher." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like from Mrs. Wilkinson. That you think? She's probably uh, elder. I like it. it. Makes me respect her more. Just this morning, a bird flew into our playroom. I've got oh. no respect for her anymore. No, no, I she's also she's a toddler. She's playroom. How could she be called Mrs. Wilkinson when she's free? <laughs> it was an arranged marriage. Marsden and I don't really get on, but it was, you know, they were both of our parents owned factories, and we thought if we could combine and conglomerate, it would be good for business. Uh, Mrs. Wilkinson, the toddler. If I meet a toddler and I have to call it Mrs., I'm going to find it upsetting. Why don't you have a child? And call, call it, it Mrs. Mr. Brown, <laughs> the, the baby. <laughs> Another name. Uh, this is my baby. Call it Mrs. Larry Wilkinson. This is Mrs. Larry Wilkinson, and it's a boy. And yeah. it'll be upsetting for it, won't it? Imagine it. Can you, can you imagine such a world where Mrs. Larry Wilkinson was a boy baby? Anyway, Mrs. Wilkinson goes, Just this morning a, a bird flew in our playroom. I didn't regard it magical at the time until Russell suggested it more of a nuisance, but the kids seemed to like it. Now, they're the ones who did. She's not a toddler then. It is magical when you're a kid when a bird comes in the house, isn't it? Yeah, one it's just it interrupts life. Ah! A yeah. bird is in the house! Yeah. Things are different now. All bets are off. Anything goes. Right. I'm gonna do a poo in the sink. No! <laughs> yes! Context is imprisoning us. Let's do what we like, it's yeah. It's amazing when you get something and, like, once when I was a student, we stole, uh, some traffic lights. Yeah. I had them in our house. It's it's amazing. What, so, hold on, we've got traffic, traffic lights, lights in the house. house. Context went round. I once stole Bubba Fett off of this lad, and I just thought, oh, Bubba I've got Fett. Bubba Fett. Not Bubba Fett. <laughs> That's not a chewing gum. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba Fett. He's from a, a prison in Texas. <laughs> He's a bad. Look, 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 look. Kill him, Solo. Yeah! What do you Maybe. mean you stole? What, the toy? Yeah, the toy, not the actual brownie. That's not like a. A but when I had him at home, I thought, like oh, I've got Bubba Fett, I've got Bubba Fett. That's just stealing. <laughs> I had Bubba Fett! 
Boba I, Fett. I had him in How'd my house. How do you say the word that means the day after now? Tomorrow. 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 See tomorrow. tomorrow. So what? Who cares about things? <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say tomorrow. 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 Here though, it ain't as magical as when a dog runs in the playground at school. That yeah. is true. Oh, there's a dog in the playground! Yeah. There's a dog in the playground! Oh Christ! <laughs> it's anarchy! That is amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really good when a dog and comes in the playground. The, everyone's up against the windows in the classrooms and then a <laughs> teacher has to go out. Right. Yeah, I'll everything's disrupted. The teacher goes out of the room. Everything's it's anarchy, freedom. For a, a moment, you sense that you don't need to conform. And sometimes it was a dog of one of the kids at the school. Here's my dog. He's followed me. Go. Oh yeah. And then that, then that kid has, feels all special and has to walk their dog home. And he feels special because you've got your dog there. I brought my dog to school once. You liar. Which one? One of them ones that you reckon could talk? Jake, Bessie. Jacob came to school with me. Yeah. What does Jacob's voice oh, sound like? Jacob. Uh, Jacob talked like this. What was he like? A little Cockney urchin twit. Sort of. Yeah. More of a Northampton accent. Yeah. He did a fart in Miss Williams's special office. So is that a euphemism <laughs> for a vagina? Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't say that. So what? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you can. No one's offended by that. And then why would he do a fart there? How Just would he do Just sat in? on her lap. Cop <laughs> 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 for that, love. Oh, now, we were having a very delicate discussion. And the, it would have been delicate, a dog no, farting in someone's vagina. I was different, wasn't I? Because I had a year off school for being poorly. And then I. Trevor's one of them kids that's off school for a year, and then they come back and everyone pretends to no, like them no, for they, a bit. They come back <laughs> oh, they're, they're back. Oh, everyone's got to be nice. Mild celebrity. There's that special assembly. Right, okay, everyone. Now, Trevor's been away for a year. I want you all to make him feel welcome. Even before he went away for a year, we didn't like him that much. Let's try and incorporate him. We've got to Assimilate this nerd. This little malingerer. This little malingerer had nothing wrong with him, just been lying in a bed, it's, coughing into a Superman bedspread for the year. Travelled to school on dog back. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> with a saddled hound, comes riding in like John Wayne, like Jesus, coming in a bleeding. Is it Nazareth where he went with the donkey? Um, can't remember. And there's all leaves. I seem to remember being thrown at him. Palm in that. leaves, palm leaves. That's Jerusalem. Jerusalem. He was yeah. born in Nazareth. He was born, well, he was born in, in Bethlehem. He grew up in Nazareth, and yeah. he had a hell of a life, didn't he? Oh, he, he got, got around that around. fella. <laughs> Blimey, yeah. the life well, he lived. His dad was a travelling salesman. His dad was a travelling copter. Oi, stop complaining about Jesus. I like that bloke, he's yeah. done a lot of good things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dog in the playground's really exciting. Anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let's think about it a bit more. And sometimes a yob would come in on a bike. Yob, yeah. Like, get, get out of here, it's a school. <laughs> a yob would come in, or like someone that's been expelled from the school. They come, come back. back. Right, I'm lawless now, you can't control me, yeah! Yeah, they'd just stand at the gates. And I remember a bit. there was a bit where right, I went off the rails and like I started hanging around yeah. other like, yeah really yeah me, I started hanging around right so what happened was is like I'd, I'd, everything went a bit mad and I stopped going to school and hung around with Mick Dowman and that right at least at least you know them people that are just you on can't the periphery say that, like everyone knows who he is well all right Mick Dowman he didn't fit into the culture of school you know there's them kids that like uh, at your school that they're just never ever gonna their life is always gonna be outsiders they yeah. don't come to school properly they're wearing their brother's school uniform it's don't look nice, and like then they sort of don't. Like I mean, you know, all right, everyone's from normal sort of modest type families, but then there's that sort yeah, of yeah, a, there's yeah. them people that are possibly poor. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had three school dinners, you know. So, but like uh, you had three, no wonder you were fat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get enough of the bloody things. And my mum made me sandwiches as well. 
I did, I did get free school dinners and my mum made me sandwiches. I was mollycoddled by that woman. So it's I made me grow up with. Everyone got free school dinners. No, they no, didn't. That okay. means that if you get free school you dinners, it means remember. you're- I remember an envelope, some money poor. in it. <laughs> <laughs> change your hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was you as a rent boy. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, me and like, me, like, so I fell in with Mick Dowman and all them lot. Went off shop, we, I grew up near Lakeside, the shopping centre. He once you fall in with Mick, um, oh, he shouldn't say his name. This lad whose name I don't remember no more. He <laughs> go off down, go off oh, down Lakeside, go shoplift and that. He was good at shoplifting, he was. And this other lad, Ricky, they were good shoplifters. I was rubbish at shoplifting. I'm a pretty good shoplifter. Yesterday, right, I weren't getting served quick enough when I was in a coffee shop, like, uh, Starbucks, other coffee shops are available. And I, right, I just picked up, like, a big, like, like sort of, just because to demonstrate, weren't, like, that they weren't concentrating, because I'd been stood there about 30 seconds, no one said nothing. I just picked up all them chocolates at the front, stuck them in my pocket, just concealed them there. A big handful of chocolate what, bars. What, did this off. yesterday? Did it yesterday. And then what happened? You just stood out. there for a bit, just to show I could do it, right? And then oh, I them back. You didn't stay I put them back after. Of course did. did put them back after. God, what do I need chocolate for? I'm on a wheat-free diet. I don't think there's wheat in chocolate, but it can't be good for you, can it? <laughs> remember when we stole the, um, that thing out of McDonald's where you put the money in? Like that big cash thing. Oh, yeah! Where were we? Why did we do that? We were in a garage, a service station, no, no, we? we were near Oxford Street. We were in there, we threw- We went mad! <laughs> what were we doing? We picked up the thing where, you know, you put money in it, spins around. It spins round. worlds around. You put a penny and you can watch it go on a little journey. And it was chained <laughs> up, but we'd, somehow we got the chain We got it loose and, and we ran it. off with it and it was really heavy because it was, was full it? of money. It was full of coins. And so we left it near a homeless man. Do you remember that? We and he went, look, don't leave it here, I'll get nicked. <laughs> and he was trying to push it away. There's a big daft Ronald McDonald thing full of money. Yeah, he was a homeless man wrestling with Ronald McDonald. We've created art there. We must have been really poor then. Why were we nicking that? Do you remember, we nicked that bag as well and it had nothing in it. We nicked this bag right from by a pub. We walked past this pub and there was a, there was like a suitcase left there. We goes, right, let's nick it. And we no, go, right, we, we walked no past money, again. We, we didn't have no money. So we went back to nick, we goes, right, we walked past, next time we just walked past and nick it. So we walked past again, picked up this brief, like, briefcase, went, went and into the- scuttled off like a pair of rats. Went to the office where we worked, cracked it open. It was useless junk in there, wasn't it? And then we had to try and give it back. Yeah, we felt bad after Never steal anything, cause if you, you yeah, eventually you have to try and give it back. Or, do steal things and don't have a consciousness. Never steal. <laughs> never steal. Or much younger and very poor. I was on drugs. Matt was drunk all the time. Mistakes. I never steal nothing now. I'm drunk. <laughs> now that I'm paid a fortune for being myself. <laughs> like so, anyway, I do earn a lot of money by giving off a lot of charity, don't I? Well, if you mean the doctors, then. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, I do. <laughs> that is what I meant. Right, so, um, right, oh, what's all this business? Magical moment. One of my colleagues, what? That's a mentally ill. But no, nothing wrong with that, though. So, uh, right, my magical moment occurred when I was in Paxo, which is a Greek island. I went for a, a walk on a breeze, and then I saw some, a woman meandering through an olive grove. I come across an elderly Greek lady feeding her chickens. To my surprise, she lifted up the back of her skirt, bent over, and urinated like a cow. Her dog then licked it up. Yours, <laughs> Matt Warner. Yours. Magic moments. <laughs> What's wow. that magic? That's tragic. It did say it's yours, awful. Matt Warner, Berkhamsted. That's what about Matt when we was in the beefer and there was this goat in a, there was these goats tethered up in a field. They tethered these goats by tying their back leg to no, their, their front, front leg. Leg was tied to their neck. Or something, wasn't I it? I thought they were It was cruel, really, but I, I no, didn't know well, what was. No, what was cruel was you chasing them around. <laughs> and, and then this woman came out of the house and went, No, 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 they have babies. They're the girls make babies. They're pretty, I felt awful after that, but it was trying to make a television program. I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't concentrating. So, uh, never we, chase goats, never nick things, never take drugs. That's the message, isn't it? That is really the message. If, if, if we learned anything today from Luke, the competition winners, all these lovely young people, it's don't nick things. Trevor? 
What have you learned? Uh, I've learned not to nick things. Good yes, lad! Definitely. Yeah. Don't nick. Nicking is bad. This, uh, right, so let's have a little record. Katie Melly will be here in a minute. And, uh, Santo and Johnny. You'll like this, Russell. Will I? It's all romantic and dreamy. Oh, I do like some romance. I would like How to come none of my records get played? Be <laughs> have you not had any records? I didn't know you'd released any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get your jingle played, didn't you? We'll play with your little jingle. We'll play one of Trev's. Can't Sleepwalk! It? Let's listen to Sleepwalk, Santa and Johnny. Yeah. Sleepwalk! And then Katie Melly will get in. Noel Gallagher's not answering his phone, but what do you expect? Mm, right. He's on the booze and he's on the sauce. <laughs> Come on, then, listen to his oh, song. I thought he was carrying on talking then. Nah, radio, do Looking a record. Looking out the window, wistfully saying, he's on the sauce. <laughs> he's on the sauce, ain't <laughs> no poor bloke. Right. Come on, then, listen to a record. Alright. Play it. That, there, oh, yeah, nice, wasn't it, that? It's lovely. Santa and Johnny, Sleep, what film's it out of? It's not out of it's film. In, it's in Stand By Me, I think. There. Is it? Yeah. There you are. Guess who has come into our world? It's Katie Mello, which is here, right for her. Create atmosphere. Atmosphere yeah. has been created by the arrival of Katie Mello. What a lovely hat you're wearing, Katie. Hello. Oh, thank you. You look lovely. It's very unusual, that hat. Do you think so? I think I've never seen a hat quite like it. Oh, okay. It's sort of a bit like a Sherlock Holmes hat. It's a bit like a baseball cap. It's yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking, you know. I, I thought, you know, Sherlock Holmes look. You are. So I decided to put this on. Where's you're like pipe? a hip hop sleuth. <laughs> Look at Trevor Locke <laughs> trying to get involved with it. <laughs> Where's the pipe? Where's the pipe? You better be talking about Sherlock Holmes's pipe, Trevor. So I, I wasn't. Know. I was talking about a hose pipe. Oh, Christ. You're sick of an animal. Know, I, next time. Next so, Katie, Trevor's I, in love with you. I'm not. Oh. I'm not in love with you, Katie. Obviously, we <laughs> of have. Of course not. We no. first meeting. Exactly. Nice yeah. to meet you. That's nice Matt Morgan there. Matt Morgan's in charge of the buttons right. on the show. How hey, you doing? Oh, the important job. These people here are. Uh, uh, they won a competition, and Luke <laughs> is uh, the show's um, biggest fan, I think, but also he's a little bit of a git. <laughs> Katie, well. you, you've bought a present for Katie, haven't you? Bring it, give it to her. He's bought a present for you, Katie, which I, I think you probably might be insulted by. Really? I mean, uh, she, he bought me a pre well, he give, he's given me a Winnie the Pooh football. That's single. Yes. But I signed it for her. Her single, Aww. but he signed it for her. I like that. But I've already got it on my iPod, so I'm not throwing it away. No, that's he's, fine. He's got it on his Thank iPod, he's not throwing it away. I'll have to, um, listen to it, although I've heard it later. I mean, you must have heard it when it <laughs> came out of your brain. <laughs> right, alright. Luke, stand well back from Katie now. You're unsettling for people. So, um, right, we know some, uh, interesting facts about you. That you are, uh, like that song, Beauty School Dropout, you dropped out of some sort of school or something. Is that what we learned, Matt? I thought we were going to talk about the gig under the sea. Not uh, yet! I want to know about the beauty school dropout. Did you uh, go to a beauty school? I didn't, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. What was that? Oh, no, B-Tech! You dropped out of oh. your B-Tech course. Oh, yeah. I did, actually. How Why? Do you know that? Because I've got Naus love. But can I say, I finished the two-year course of music B-Tech, and mm. um, I did A-level music, but I dropped out of my business B-Tech, which did was it? a third year. Oh, fair which enough. was kind of like an option, sort of seeing how the music went, and if it went well, which it did, luckily, yeah. I was going to drop out. It's too late now to go back on a business course. Well, Things yeah, are going well, aren't they? Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> Can't go, oh, actually, I'll go back on the B-Tech no, course. No, it's going, to, it's going pretty Good. I think it's going well, aren't it? You're a famous pop star now. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. You are. Um, what's that other thing that we learned? Oh, yeah, you work with Mike Bat. I do. I like him. The Womble He's cool. Man. He wrote Wombles, didn't he? He did. Not that like he just wrote the word Wombles things. on a pencil case. <laughs> he wrote the record about the Wombles and loads of other things, because that mm. does, uh, that don't diminish him, because I like that song, Underground, Overground, and Wombling Free. Song. Let's play it. What? We should play it. 
Well, we'll play, one, play one of Katie's songs, mate. <laughs> play a Katie's song, not play the Bleeding Wombles. What's wrong with you? They were cool, actually. There's some really- I've heard some funny, funny stories about him and his Womble costumes. Really? Was yeah, he actually one of the Wombles? Yeah. Hold on, Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, Which definitely. Womble was he? And it's so cool, cause it's- I think it was his mum that, um, he was the main one. I don't know their name. Madame Chalet. Uncle Bulgaria uh, was the oh, main yes, one. He was the probably... patriarch. That's right. And uh, his mum used to- his mum was the one that made the costumes. What a lovely um, homely program. I know, it's program. really sweet. Hang on, were there people in the Womble? I thought they were like, yeah, um, They're life-size! No, that- that's the band. You know, it was- there was a Womble's oh, band. Wow. And that was it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when so they the, formed on top of the pops, I think they had something like seven number ones in one year. It was ridiculous. Really? Like, they kept yeah. releasing records? Yeah. Blimey. No, this was, you know, 1970s. Right, during the 70s. Well, a lot of crazy things went on then. The idea of Wombles having seven number ones, <laughs> you know, ain't particularly baffling in that context. Yeah, um, so, alright then, Katie, what's this that you're challenging Kim, King Neptune himself by doing a gig 20,000 leagues under the sea? It was wicked. Oh, you've done so that already, yeah, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, that was actually last week. What did um, you do, exactly? Basically, I played at a gas rig. Um, Statoil was the name of the company, and, um... Why did you play at other gas companies are available? Why did you, <laughs> why did you play, uh, at a gas rig for? They asked me to do it. One of their, um, per, uh, workers, um, is a musician. Hmm. And they, basically, when you went down in one of the legs of the gas rig, yeah. which is like 300 well, What is a gas rig? An oil rig? It, well, it is an oil rig, gas. but it's actually gas. Right, you so know, it's out in the, you're out in the middle of the out, sea. Out on the it's North Sea, off the coast of Norway. And uh, there's one of the legs at the bottom, which is 300 mm. metres underneath the sea level. Yeah. And when he first went down there, he was like, because the acoustics are amazing, like, you can't see the ceiling, it's so high up. Wow, because like, there's no ceiling, it's like a lift shaft well, that you've gone yeah, right down. basically, it's like this really tall, tall, big cylinder tube that you're in. And yeah. you just, like, you look up and it's astounding because there's no, like, ceiling. Mm. And, and it just goes on forever and ever. And, uh, this guy, the, the worker, he thought, uh, wouldn't it be great to have a gig here? Yeah. And they asked me, and I was probably hold on. Some worker, three hundred leagues under the sea. Goes, Ooh, wouldn't it be good to have a gig here? I'd say he's got the bends. Sack him. Is <laughs> that out of his mind? It was a but great goes, idea. Call Katie Mellower. <laughs> Let's yeah. do the gig in a lift shaft. How did he yeah. have the ability to sort it out if he was just an oil leg? Well, he worker? was. He yeah. wasn't just a worker. He was like the platform manager. You uh. know, <laughs> <laughs> only a platform manager, right? That's like a, a, say a zookeeper goes. Oh, it really turned me on to see Katie Mellower singing in the bat's cave. Would you do it? In a bat's cage? Yeah, all bats getting all tangled in your hair, all their wings. <laughs> they're going. That might be interesting. Do it then. Yeah. Right, because like, if you're going <laughs> to sing 300 Leagues Under the Sea, people are now going to think there'll be people up and down the nation with jobs in obscure and peculiar locations thinking, I know. I know. Katie um, Mellow was malleable. Why not? I mean, I'm up for it because it was so. The, the thing that was great about it was that it made me feel like it was my first gig ever because everything was so different and alien. What? And what was. Well, because. Like the acoustics were different. Like the sound, like the voice coming out of me was different sounding. Really? Of, yeah, well, like you were possessed. <laughs> Almost. Of the pressure. Was there pressure? Well, no. Like it actually felt normal in terms of like if you didn't know where you were. Right. You just think you were. You, you know, the the temperature was the same. Pressure was the same. Breathing was the same. I imagine audience figures were quite low. Oh yeah, they they could only have twenty five people there maximum. Who come lobsters? Uh, the workers again. <laughs> workers and lobsters. Yeah. They got too much power. Hang on, on, these so one workers. of them says, have a gig. <laughs> And then they all get a gig. What if, or... one, what if one of them goes, oh, I've been half good if you finish this with a lap dance? Would you, would you go, uh, oh, no, right, no, then? no way. <laughs> so like, how come, where, where'd you draw the line? At a lap dance? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. But also, um, it was just so different and uh, so cool. So right, you should do a stand up gig under the sea. Yeah, stand up gigs under yeah. the sea. Stand up, stand up under the sea. Do you think it could really work, Matt? Do you think people would buy it? If I do a gig under the sea, I'm not going to be in a lift shaft. I'll just do it under there, just shouting my mouth off. Oh, an octopus! <laughs> oh, you have you any idea how many drugs I used to take? Bye. <laughs> Essentially, the message. Um, so uh, all right, that sounds really good that you've done that. But what I think now is that if you want, why not send us suggestions for other balmy locations for Katie Mellower oh, yeah. to do a gig, and then she'll do it if it's mad enough, won't you? Yeah, it's got to be really, really, really strange. It's got to be really strange, and plus there's probably got to be some sort of commercial benefit. Did they give you money to do it? Actually, no, they didn't. They didn't give you they money. Give you money. Right, come and but do no, a gig was, in my garden. It was for a TV show. So, I'll do know. a TV show in my garden. <laughs> right, come on, Matt Trev, let's write a TV Your show. Your garden isn't a wacky location. It is it? wacky, there's all dead is bodies it? buried there. Oh, <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> well, have we danced at your high heel shoes and start plunging into people's skulls? <laughs> oh, no, not really, I've not killed anyone. So, um, yeah, right, let's write. So you send us things, balmy things, 64046, right, and what are you doing? You're doing a gig on 3rd December at Wembley Arena. I am, yeah. That'd be nice, will it? It will be. And I'm very excited. I'm nervous. There. First thing I'm, f I'm nervous for. So what was it? What did you ask? Well, there'll be 10,000 people there. Yeah. That, so. That'll make you nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It should, shouldn't it? I've done a gig at Albert Hall last night. Have you done a gig at Albert Hall? I have, yeah. Good, isn't it? It's beautiful. Great Acoustic big thing. Great again. You know, a lot about acoustics. I don't even know what that means. You don't? I don't know it means sounds bouncing off of things, yeah, but you know, that's it, I don't understand much. it properly. <laughs> so it's, it sound, well, it sounds different when you're singing in a shower rather than when you're standing at a graveside. Well, that's, that's basically it. Yeah, right, there's a, there's a slight difference because sounds bouncing off things, that's acoustics. <laughs> things bouncing off things there. A bit of take home information for people. So, uh, right, 10,000 10, people at Wembley Arena. Yeah. On the 3rd of December. Yeah. Wow. That'd be good. Have you got any support? Um, actually, no, we haven't picked one yet. Get Trev so. to come down and sing some oh, of his yeah, rubbish. Oh, yeah, what do you want to, what can you do? Well, I can do whatever sing? I like. Play, play, play a jingle yeah. for the yeah. Sonic Oh, can I hear some? Listen yeah, to Trevor now. The of the, oh, great. Uh, Bring okay. the mics down yeah. otherwise we're only here in studio. This isn't my best work. Right, this is the best thing he's ever done. It's not. You might not think that's is that, that good, Katie. Yeah, and he did. He's saying that. It's got a bit of a Dylan vibe to it. Well, that's what he's emulating. Also, he did <laughs> sing it in a cow's abdomen, like for, for novelty value. <laughs> now, how'd you get into that? Well, well via sorry, the back. Well, I've got seven stomachs, seven there, but you know, it's difficult to choose which one to go into, but. He visited each one. It was like uh, Alice in Wonderland, him living inside a cow's gut. Oh, this one's got cud Lovely. in it. Lovely. Yeah. He likes it inside of a cow. Someone will do a gig on the moon. Eventually. I'd like to do a gig on the moon. Mm, That'll happen in our life. Will it? It I'm won't. Sure it oh, won't. host it. No, no. Yes, it will. No. Hold they'll, on. They'll build a moon base, and no. then all you've got to do is go there and play a guitar and sing. And this is pie yeah, in the sky. Yeah, but apparently we didn't even ever go to the moon. You know, have you heard exactly. that? Exactly. It's all, it's all a myth. We did. Yeah. We did. Hold no, on, why do you think that? Because the okay. flag's blowing yeah, away, the, the shadow. Yeah, yeah, all that, and the shadows, yeah. and, you know, and the and shadows were apparently on the moon. like, places in, in America a lot, the actual, you know, the pictures of yeah. it. Right. So, uh, oh, there's Mount Rushmore in the background. <laughs> why haven't we been back, you see? What's the point in going yeah. to the moon? There's nothing there. We've been to the moon, but that was faked, some of that footage. Was it? Yeah, that could be well, it. I mean, maybe we did actually go, but maybe the footage broke, and so they had to recreate it. And then Twin Towers got bombed in a way that was unusual and unacceptable. 
they're That's still. Really scary. Matt was telling me the other day them steel beams wouldn't have melted at that temperature, and that the American government must have done it themselves to manipulate us and control us. Thanks for saying I said that. It's true, though. It's true, it's isn't it, Matt? It's a film that's just come out. Yeah, you can see it online. Oh no, the government's lying to us. Right, let's go on the streets and smash the system, shall we? <laughs> Katie, you could be doing a gig in our new regime. Okay. Russell, if you were in charge of things, it'd be nice. It wouldn't. <laughs> it would be ever so nice, me in charge. Come on, nothing would go wrong. Why? What do you think would be so bad about my brilliant new dictatorship? It'd be <laughs> stupid, wouldn't it? Why? You wouldn't have an overview. What about health and education? Right, go and bump through boots in Harley Street. It's only. <laughs> 600 quid, you get to go on the running machine out Rocky Fire. It's really good. Yeah, go on, that's health dealt with. Education. Dogs in playgrounds. <laughs> Makes it more interesting to be in school. Well, anything else? That's two problems already solved. Immigration. Let them come. So, world's only one place anyway. Just forget that there are different nations. Let everyone go wherever they want. Stop having so many children, though, everyone. Then it'll be easier to feed each other. Yeah, I agree, actually. There you go. Everything's solved. Brilliant new dictatorship. Right, you can be involved. You can have a role in it. Matt's yeah. Minister for Culture. You can be... International? You can do international and sub-aquatic acoustic gigs. Oh, great. <laughs> sub-aquatic acoustic that's my, wonderment. Speciality. You've got a skills in that yeah. area, Kay. No one's denying <laughs> that, my lovely. So, uh, what should we listen to now? We listen to a bit of music. Rosillos. The Rosillos, yeah. and actually, interestingly, the Rosillos recorded this in a canoe in the Amazon jungle, as I understand. They did, didn't they? Yeah, with uh, people blowing stuff at them, like blow See, darts. It's not, it, you can't do normal gigs anymore. There's no it's point. It's all gotta be yeah. like some weird extreme There's situations. Got, yeah, right, extreme gigs. Mm. There's no point, yeah, go, oh, it was above a pub, but it was no, in a concert no, no, no. hall. It's not interesting. No. Under the sea, on the moon, you know, in the Amazon. What about Johnny Cash doing uh, gigs in Nick? Would you like to go uh, actually, like strange ways and do a gig? amazing, yeah. <laughs> I did It'll like you really there. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Take Trev to that one. You and Trev doing gigs in prison. That'd yeah. be lovely. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Trev's the warm-up act. They pull it with bits like that. Matt's monkey's done that birding. Oh God! Imagine that <laughs> tearing him to shreds. Still tough. women's prison. They'd still tear into bits. Of course they would. <laughs> They'd be offended by a big misogynist come there dressed up in a dog's bed. Look at what <laughs> look at what Trev's wearing, Katie. He looks like he found them clothes, didn't he? I quite like it. Really? Yeah. What do you like about it? The dog well, hair, the smell, <laughs> well, I, the novelty squeaky toys in his armpits. Oh come on. <laughs> no, it's you know it's nice. I no. think he looks like an 80s dad who's come home. Oh, shit. Yeah. A beleaguered, uh, weather-worn estate agent dad. Oh, no, it's but, a terrible yeah. day at the office. Yeah. Dad's on a night shift. No, it's not that bad at all. Like, oh, I hate it so defense. much. A minute ago it was quite nice, now it's not that bad. Not that bad at all. In a minute yeah. she's gonna say you look like a right idiot. <laughs> Katie, you're nice, I noticed. You've got, uh, you're a warm person and you emanate goodness. That's oh, nice, isn't it? That's why is that? Nice of you, I don't know. <laughs> why, <laughs> is <that? laughs> why is that? He doesn't why understand why I like that. <laughs> I am nice! Really? And I? Think about it. Kind. Nice people. Generous. Oh, I'm nice and pointless. <laughs> yes, they do. Of course they do. I mean, these are my flaws. I'm vain and I'm egotistical, but I'm very generous and caring and sweet. So it all, you know, balances out, really. You're vain and egotistical? Yeah. Right, okay. I am vain and egotistical, but everyone is a bit. Do you look I? in the mirror more than twice a day? Oh, please. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. She does. Because I'm an only child, so it's my only oh. friend. Was <laughs> that guy? That other oh, me that does what get I the do. Violin out. Oh, we couldn't afford violins, Katie. If we had a violin, we'd have eaten it. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, but I, I'm vain and egotistical, but I'm also quite nice. Good. That's I, right, can, I can sense that, yeah. Thank you, Definitely. see? Right, Katie Miller were there saying I'm quite nice. <laughs> so let's, um, right, we're listening to Rosillo's doing a it's gig a peel on session. Button Moon. It was a peel, peel session. Peel session, yeah. Nice. All right, then let's have a listen, shall we? Okay. Is there a trail? 
Destination Venus there by the Rizillos. Also, probably Katie Mellow do a gig there before too long. Ha ha ha, Venus Destination Venus. Right, okay, so we've got um, some news coming up with that one we're all in love with. Catherine, what's her surname? Cracknell. Catherine Cracknell, whom we're all a bit in love with. Right, so we were negotiating and debating what in the word we want to try and get into the news. Boogie. Boogie. Boogie, it was Trevor Locke's idea. Can we get Boogie into the news? I think we can. We can do it. Do you believe Katie Mellow? I believe it. I she believe Believes if Katie Definitely. believes if we all believe, surely Boogie could be in the news. Here's the newsy poos with the amazing, sexy Catherine Cracknell. Let's get that word Boogie in the news. Here is the news. Let's fingers crossed nothing tragic's happened. Here is the news. Katie Mellower, I didn't think it was possible for me to love you more, but <laughs> you know apparently it is because I found out. Oh, all, all the girls. No, oh, I really I don't have time. Katie, <laughs> 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 um, um, so what was that we just listened to? Uh, that was a song called "It's Only Pain," and uh, it's on the special edition re-release of "Piece by Piece." My second mm -hmm. album. Second album is it all special edition? What's so bloom yeah. special about it? <laughs> I do have to go and buy it from a submarine. No, you don't. Although that was. Good idea. Why not? Why not have that as an idea? <laughs> no, it's just basically, um, it's got DVD on it of footage of, of gigs that I did at the beginning of the year and... Are you quite serious videos. when you're doing a gig and, like, taking it dead seriously? That's what I think it must be hard about being, like, a pop star saying you have to be all sort of serious, like, it's only pain, all serious. Yeah, well, I mean, I do take it seriously. You know, I mean, that's... It depends on what song I'm doing as well. Like each song is different. In terms when you're of how doing you uh, "Rabbit" by Chad and Dave, <laughs> <laughs> the mood is lightened. I'm really sorry to disappoint, but I don't do that one. You should more rabbit yeah, than Sainsbury's. Why don't you get it off your chest? <laughs> it's good. Um, so what's that other thing? I'm thinking. Yeah, it's all right. So it's only pain. That's mm. presumably about you broke up in some romance and that, and you're feeling a load of pain and that. But that pain is yes. transient and will pass. Is that yeah, what that's about? Yeah, pretty much. There's there's a little bit of darkness to it, which was Why? the singer. The singer the singer enjoys the pain that they're. You know, enjoys You're the power a singer. Like that. No, I know, so I'm kind of talking on a sort of. You're abstracting person. yourself from yourself. I am. That's what people do just before they turn into egomaniacs. <laughs> I suppose. A so. very wise man called Russell Brand said that. Now, yeah, uh, Katie, um, yes. so, alright, so that song there then, it's only pain, it's only, right, so what, there's a, a, the dark narcissistic enjoyment of pain? Slightly, an undertone of it, I think. I mean, that was what attracted me to it, you know, because, um, I sing a lot of love songs. Mm. You know, it's nice, and that's kind of cool. But then there was there was a slight darkness to it that I thought it might be nice to try it, and it it just nice to try a bit of darkness. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's just like worshiping Alistair Crowley on a beach, <laughs> <laughs> which is something okay. that Matt Morgan does. The little <laughs> devil worshiping perv that so, he's become. What are you talking about? I am talking about things that come in my brain without a moment's notice. <laughs> now, right, okay, so we've got some bleeding, um, you know, Sonic Enigmas as we do this thing, Sonic Enigma, Katie. That's what right. the jingle was that we played you earlier, Trevor does a soundscape of noises that emerge from his mind and right. then he, we have to guess what song he's referring to uh, within oh, that. did I spoil it earlier on? You that did, you ruined it. How? Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. Katie, okay, you've spoiled nothing. No, I thought, okay. Right, here's some wrong answers. Oh, well, it might be wrong, we don't know at this stage, because we've got the person, like, one person on the line, typically that person has got the right answer. Otherwise, <laughs> it builds well, to the point. Go through the charade. Let's go through the charade! Is this week's Enigma House of the Rising Sun by the animals? Well, that is absurd. Why, Trev? Because, well, where can you get that from? Because you keep going, you list all different animals, well, don't you? What's the House of the Rising Sun got to do with it? 
Nothing. Exactly. Will you guys come round my house in Manchester next week? I'd like to meet you. Will you be at the BBC Studios in Oxford Road? Will we, Adam, our producer, be yes. in? Yes, we will. We will be. Come down, well, whoever you they? are. One of those fat people who can't leave their house. I like those people. I like them too. One of them <laughs> lost something between the folds of skin. I'd like to help him get it back. That was a remote <laughs> control and it grew <laughs> into their body. It grew into their body like when you tie a bit of string around a tree. I'd like to, I'd like to help dig out a remote. If you are a fat person, you can't get out of your house, you don't know where your remote control is, got sneaking suspicion it's somewhere in your thigh. <laughs> give me a give me a ring. I'll come around with a lolly stick and dig it out. Hey, I've got no idea. What about bloody Catherine Cracknell? She's done it again. Boogie. She said boogie oh, in wow. the news. We are making news. That was brilliant. It's brilliant that she's done that. Applause, Applause for Cracknell. <laughs> Catherine Cracknell. We love you more than words can ever say. Yeah, in a narcissistic way. Yeah. Let's hope she's not fired. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Catherine, you've undermined it. Uh, you know, when you reported that famine and said the word butterscotch, <laughs> it had to undermine it. So I really like it that she's done that, and it makes me think that Noam Chomsky might be right that you can uh, manipulate people by putting out news. Let's cheer people right up by having a, a news broadcast where we go that the world's a bit like Heidi High and uh, like uh, Ted Bovis's Bush, I don't know. Um, spike. Spike, Spike, dress up as a carrot spike. Every week, same thing. Okay, it's mellower, mellower. In this week's Enigma, <laughs> if you're going to do a jingle with your guest name in it, do yes. the name correctly. Is the Sonic Enigma something like My Girlfriend's an Animal by someone, even if it ain't, I'm coming, <laughs> says Daniel from Manchester. <laughs> Threatening. Daniel, come to the Oxford Road Studios, mate, or whatever it's called. You'll be very welcome there. We will welcome you with open security guards. <laughs> Why do all the Sonic Enigmas seem to involve going to the doctors? Yeah. Says Catherine from Manchester. Yeah, Trev. What's wrong with you? Go to Hardy Street, well, see my doctor theme, for a million pound checkup. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, give us a clue because I got up early just so I could enter the competition this week. I can't think what the song could be. That's Catherine from Manchester. Catherine, just come to the studios. We're not going to turn anyone away. Just turn we'll, up. We'll have to when numbers are. No one comes, no one listens to this radio show you look. No, people do actually, don't they? We're getting really good listener figures, but just come. I'm not bothered. Don't matter, does it? They can sit in that room outside, and then the people that win the wrestling match can come into this room. <laughs> we'll have a wrestling contest throughout the show okay. of people from Manchester in the Lancashire area. It'd be exciting. Not to the death, Luke, you pervert. You should see young Luke, friend of the show, looming over Katie Mello, a disgusting sight. Oh, I've got a CD, I've signed it for you. Then he tried to touch her leg, I had to hit him. It was horrible. So, and he's in love with some girl called Adrienne, isn't it? Yeah, it's going quite well. It's going quite well. Matt tried, Matt tried to steal her. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Matt will probably try to suggest she comes on a cultural <laughs> review with him <laughs> to, to review his own bottom, which I hear is in a raggedy state. What right. are you talking what about? What are you talking what about? Are you talking what are you about? on about? As presenter of this radio program, what the hell are you going on about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dribble. unaccountable. Unaccountable. There's is no it punctuation in it? It's just drivel. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I want to be loved by Elvis Costello. He's got a caller on the line. It's not in there it, for about ben a month. <laughs> Leave them there. They like it. Ben Gallagher says that. Anyway, is it uh, Aborigine by Pulp? But that's no, we know it's no, not. no. It's none of these wrong answers. So I've been reading out. Let's go. With the right answer. It's dear old Charlotte. Charlotte, you're in the Manchester area, conveniently. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Charlotte, what do you? Hello, love. You're right. I'm alright, thank you. How are you? Oh, well, good mood. Uh, Katie's really nice. Uh, Trev's been, Trev's been a bit subdued. Let's throw something at him. What's up, Trev? Nothing. Good lad. Oh, Matty Morgan, is, everyone's in pretty good shape here. G's probably knocked up a lovely poem. Is a good mood. Luke's here, Luke's here, perving it around. <laughs> Katie Melua. It's a bit upsetting. We've I had don't some... mind, it's alright. You don't mind? Well, you know. 
really, you're just tolerate that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a line, isn't there? And he <laughs> yeah. hasn't crossed it yet. So he's tried right. to. Uh, you know, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's standing still, so I wonder what appendage of his it would be that crossed the line if he were to cross it, how he would edge that forward. I wonder. I think uh, we can all tell. I think we can, can't we? <laughs> do you get, uh, Katie? Do you get odd things from fans? They sometimes the boys send you like their pants covered in stickers. For oh, example, say something else. <laughs> oh God! But I did say sticker, so you can Sunday see how my mind morning. was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday yeah, morning. you get the odd, odd little thing, you know. Yeah, well, here's Luke, the oddest <laughs> little thing in Christendom. <laughs> Well, no, you're a lovely strapping fella. You're a lovely boy. Now uh, he's got—he's in love with Adrian. He's no harm to anyone. So, okay, so um, Charlotte, Charlotte. So you um, tell us a bit about yourself, Charlotte. You live in the area of Manchester, conveniently. I don't actually, but I'm more than willing to travel up there. So. Oh yeah, where do you live? I live uh, near Northampton. Near Northampton. Oh God, that's where Trevor Lot comes from. Are you all I right? Know. How is it? it it's sort of like talking to someone from Hiroshima. You sort of wonder how they've recovered and how the where culture of the town. Trevor just. Butted in to ask you where you live. Where, where I do you live? live? I live in Brackley in Northamptonshire. Oh, right. That's nice part, is it, Trev? Not really, no. Rough. <laughs> well, it used to be nice about 100 years ago, but then they. How do you know? Well, you're a time well, traveller. You're a time lord. I think I was a lord about 100 years ago. I think it was the Lord of Brackley. You're not the Lord of Brackley, it's Trevor. It's a village on the estate, and now oh. they've built up it. Has it got a bypass yet? Uh, oh yeah. my God, Trevor! Trevor, you've dragged. What's wrong with done? you? Bazzy got a bypass. I never thought I'd live to hear the day when a bypass, other than charisma bypass, would be used on this radio show. Charlotte, um, so right, you reckon you've got this sonic enigma right, do you? I think so, yeah. Well, why else would we have you on the radio now? Uh, so, what do you think that the answer of the sonic enigma is, dear? I think it's Animal Lovers by Suede. Is it Animal Lovers, Trev? By Suede? Is it Trev? Did you say Animal Lovers? Animal Lover. Oh, Animal Lover, yes, you're right. Hooray! Yes, you got it right, well done. So you will be meeting Charlotte next week in Manchester, so much to answer for. Um, okay, well, well done, my dear. How did you work it out exactly? Because it's like trying to piece together the, the, the drool of a loony. Well, I got the animal thing, so I um, put animal in on iTunes and see what I can do. Oh, you use technology! <laughs> you do not win. We need another winner. She can't win. We that. She cheated. Use no. the robot. No, she used the tools that she had, and that's no. good. Yeah. So she should be commended. It's resourceful. No. It's resourceful. No. Katie says it's allowed. Matt says it's allowed. Me and Trev think that you no, are no, no. evil. That's because you're both old fashioned buffoons. No, it's Nonsense! Not. I've got a typewriter, don't I? I only yesterday changed its ribbon. <laughs> now, um, yeah, you've done. Well, we're going to let you pass, even though whenever technology is mentioned, I am bound by law to go. Have you not seen the film Terminator 2, in which robots turn against us, and that film yeah, The Matrix, etc.? You know, be careful of robots. Never, never trust them. Anyway, when the apocalypse comes, Matthew, and technology collapses, who's going to be in charge? Me and Trev, that's who, with our penny sweet shop, going around on our penny farthings and just things that involve the word penny, wearing leggings and that, giggling. With, Russell, yeah. Hmm? Nobody knows what you're talking. About. <laughs> Are the mic still on? Yeah. <laughs> Can you take me back home now, Charlotte? Well done. You are our victor and we adore you and we look forward to meeting you next week. You can bring up to mm, 16 friends. Good <laughs> <laughs> Right, bring 16 friends, make the balance sort of towards females and any men that come, make them their sort of friendly men, not sort of aggressive testosteronal <laughs> men that might want to wallop their winkies on the desk. Okay, I'll <laughs> Even do though that, that might be good radio. Charlotte, thank you very much. Well done, congratulations. Take care, dear. Okay. Ta-ta. Bye. 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 Oh, and she's nice, isn't she? It'd be nice to meet her next week. So, Katie, 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 have you enjoyed yeah. it being here with us? I have, yeah. It's been an eye-opener. 
Why? <laughs> what is it? Oh, well, I this is up. like, it's so wicked. This is the messiest radio show I've ever been in. How? What do you mean, messy in As in, like, papers everywhere, you're, like, kind of like, yeah, and everyone's, like, cool and... We're pretty postmodern. Kind of messy. Oh, normally they don't let you any drinks in the radio. Oh yeah, we're not supposed you know? to do that. And also, Matt's not supposed so to be smoking impressed. crack, and he is. <laughs> no, I know it's great. It reminds me of my bedroom. I feel quite at home actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you feel at home here? Have yeah. a little. If you want to get changed at any point, you know. Oh, well, try that. <laughs> you blame Luke, and you're just as bad. <laughs> I wish you said you were in a bedroom. I can't help it. It's an illness. So um, anyway, I'm very happy in my relationship. All settled down. Got off the old womanizing. It's good. It's much more peaceful. Nice. Met someone nice. Happy. So, uh, Mad Morgan, you've done your culture review, haven't you? Yeah. You've reviewed the nuts Got of the culture this week. Trev's done his Sonic Enigma. Noel Gallagher ain't turned up. Right, let's give away his phone number on here so he can be <laughs> penalised. <laughs> Imagine doing that. Imagine. Well, it would take him about 12 hours to change it. Phone. Yeah, but he's aggressive because there was one, I was, when we spoke to him last week and goes, right, I'm going to, when you come to my stand up gig, what went Dead World Shepherd's Bush Empire, I, I goes, I'm going to coat you right off at the beginning. He goes, if you, he sent me a, t he goes, bonk, bonk, and then he sent me a text message, he goes, if you do do that, I will effing kill you. He <laughs> and he put it in capital letters and it felt like a threat. Yeah, well, that's. Good. What? Good to threaten a person. Why would someone go, I'll come to your stand-up gig and then sit there and have the mickey taken out of them by you? Fun. Honour. Privilege. You'd do it, wouldn't you? You'd go, oh, I'm threatened to do this and I'm doing it now anyway. This is the text message you sent. That's you what I was going to do. Yeah. But luckily I was concentrating on my job at the time so I weren't <laughs> able to do it. Right, so uh, Mr G is here. He is our poet laureate of the studio. Let's welcome him with atmosphere. Yeah, alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's my mic. Okay, it's one that I suppose is magic moments. Magic moments is summarising all the themes of the show. Well, trying to. Successfully! <laughs> <laughs> Sitting back, relaxed and reclined, reflecting over many magic moments in time. Past joys, past pains, proudest moments, deepest shames, it has often proclaimed that life is indeed a game. A game of chance, where three yobs on a bike faced the taste of egg white because they compared the cultural review to Holby City, which King Matt didn't like. So Lucas reviews Great Yarm's top sights and Catherine's boogie on the news made Russell shriek with delight. Magic moments. As we behold our moments so golden, mad monkeys, ex-junkies and traffic lights that are stolen. Trevor brought his dog into class to have a bit of a laugh. The funny thing is that he failed quantum physics, but his dog clocked a pass. Now that's magic. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's made me realise that even this moment of the show today has in itself been magical. We're creating magic. This was actual magic. Look at the joy. Listen to the beauty. Look out the window. Touch yourself. Cup your own nuts. Good old life. We're all alive at the same time. We can do anything. We can change the world. We're free. Government aligned to us. Over for it. Katie! Thank you. You've been Thank absolutely you. lovely. Thank you. You're an absolute joy to be around. You emanate warmth and joy in that, you do. Yes, you said that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> What's that headscarf for? Uh, bad hair day today. Really? Yeah. Why? What's it all look like under It's there? just kind of woke up and it's like, ugh. It, it speaks to you, does it, your hair? Yeah. <laughs> I know a doctor that can help you for that for about a grand. <laughs> right, Matt Morgan, he's fit as a fiddle, he's done a lovely culture review. You're right, sunshine. Yes. <laughs> Why are you rubbing your hands for? Like a greengrocer. I've got this new thing where I keep rubbing my hands. What's for? that thing you've created with apple pips on a bit of paper, like some bit of Balinese art, you little freak? You've got a load of apple that. pips on, apple on a bit of paper actually. and then draw. Actually, not apple pips, actually. Then a gold bit around the top of a drink that I've cut into little pieces and then. 
Look, you're not, I don't I'm think working you're through a few things, okay? <laughs> yeah, you want to go and see Dr. Abood again, eh? Cush no. 500 quid, get God. your noggin looked at. Trev, you alright, darling? I'm alright, yeah, yeah. Cocky, lucky, how lovely it's if, been, if Trev. If you're in you. the uh, South London area, why don't you come and see me this evening? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, do <laughs> 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 pick up birds. I wouldn't mind, but he's not even got no. a gig tonight. No, just <laughs> trying to drag people around in his garage. Stop it, Trev. Now, the garage is open, uh, just knock twice. <laughs> and, uh, rapper tap tap, and that'll do. That's no, I'm doing a gig. Where? And G's doing a gig. We're doing a gig at a place called, uh, the Bedford in Ballam. Oh, the Bedford. Huge. Oh, that's a great place. Isn't it? It's the best place to go see young, unsigned talent. Is well, it? I'm yeah. there, I'm young, I think the word unsigned. talent is dubious <laughs> in this instance. <laughs> young, unsigned, yes, but talent, come on. Alright, so yeah, go down to the, the Bedford in Ballam, see Cocky Locky and see Mr G performs poetry and comedy, respectively. Have you done stuff there, Katie? I haven't, but I often go there to check out, you come know. Come down. Would you go down there and check out? Check out artists. Who are you, Don King? Just no, going down around. I love that place <laughs> and people. the Ginglick and the Twelve Bar. There's loads of really good places around London. Yeah. You drifting around. Bands. You're like a drifter. Artists. You are a drifter. I am a bit of a drifter. You drift, baby. Just because you sit at home in your garret. I don't like getting out frightened. So <laughs> 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 Stay with Cat now. Look at Cat Basket. Right, Luke, good lad. You've got a bright young future. We'll work with you when you've grown up a little bit, but you've got to sort your life out and stop looming over our guests. <laughs> Judy is going to be here with Music Week in a minute. That is going to be exciting. And can you talk about us a bit in it? Because then we'll listen. Yeah. Woohoo! We need to talk about you. Yeah, thank you. Well, we try, that's because we're travelling home at that point, if we will be listening. Sonic Enigma winners, well done. You've made lovely contributions to the show. You're lovely and cute. You remind me of sort of like Brady Bunch or something. <laughs> right, right. right, so, um, right, the show's nearly over. It's going to be a good podcast. Let's get the podcast as well because we want to get to number one in that chart. Even if you don't listen to it, download it. Someone send me an email here telling me how to download things. I don't know how it all works. Then, um, yeah, just get on with your lives, really. Stay out of trouble. Keep off the drugs. Don't nick things. Don't misread the messages of this show. All them things we're saying that we'd done, what was a laugh, they weren't. They was bad <laughs> and wrong, weren't they, Matt? Yes. Trevor, weren't they? Oh, they were very good fun. Jeez. Wrong. No! Wrong, Trev. Wrong to take drugs, wrong to do anything bad. Just essentially conform and fit into the machinery of the state. Time now to listen to the Sonic Enigma song, which was Animal Lover by Good Old Suede. Let's go with that. Stay tuned for music week and listen to us next week to half an hour love you bye bye bye, bye. bye. bbc six music that was a podcast oh what a podcast oh, it was oh, i enjoyed the bit where we cast those pods <sighs> Oh. Have that down your neck. Nice. <laughs> Exciting. So, all right then, let's uh, go back in and do the rest of our radio show. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Tell people to do it, because we want to be number one. Where are we in the charts? Oh, we've gone up to number three. <laughs> up to three? Who well, cares about that? Five. Now we're up to three. Go to number one. Now, tell people to download the podcast and don't download over things while you're there. Who are you yeah. talking to? Just everyone. Oh, all right. <laughs> you don't even know how it works. You don't download it. I don't download it. I don't know how it works. Is it confusing? Oh, it's not confusing at all. I don't like buttons. I don't like them, Matt. Go on, bye, love you then. Bye. Don't bye, bye. burp listen during this. Well. Listen to the radio show 10 to 1. Why not listen to the radio show 10 to 1 instead of listening to this, you lunatic, at your convenience? Are you on a train? Are you on a train giggling? Would you like to see my nakedness? Right, bye then. <laughs> on Six Music, stay on Six Music. Listen on Six Music, you. <laughs> 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 Listen to six music, yeah, till what? Sunday, 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 six music. Sunday, bloody Sunday. It really sums up the fear. Thanks for downloading this trial from the BBC. Find out more at bbc.co.uk slash six music. BBC. Six music.